the distant call of a red robin. The ever-waving limbs of the mighty maple, inviting us to venture deeper into the heart of nature's majesty. Your adventure begins at puremichigan.org. Dude, what the hell was that? I don't know. He's been obsessed with these things all day. That's those Pure Michigan ads on TV? Yeah, yeah. Everything he sees, he looks at, he has to talk about it in this stupid Tim Allen voice. Oh, it's so dumb. Oh, my God. He's eventually got to run out of things to talk about, I would right? hope so. I... Oh, oh Jesus. On the wings of a crisp autumn wind, the spirit takes flight. High above the forest floor, you dance the dance of the eagle. And in that moment, you are truly free. Your adventure begins at puremichigan.org. Oh my god, I'm gonna kill him. I cannot take this. I just wanna punch him in the face. I'm gonna do more than that. If I have to hear oh one more of those things, I swear. Oh my god. Son of a beach. Oh my god. Jake. Wading through cool, cleansing waters, the Hold hardships of the day wash away, and the soul is left rejuvenated. Oh my god. The calming sounds of a babbling That's brook. That's it! You hear that, Jay? Pure Michigan. You're listening to the Buzzed Kill Podcast. Welcome to the Buzzkill <laughs> Podcast, episode 18. I'm Mike. I'm James. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Justin. What's happening? Hey, Jay. Hey, guys. Hey. What's going on, boys? Episode 18. 18. Can you believe it? Still doing it. 18 <laughs> weeks straight. Uh, that's like longer than I think I've done anything in my life. Yeah, that's more That's more weeks straight than I ever hoped to spend with you. But. Ah, well. <laughs> What are you gonna do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, how's everybody doing? How's your week? Uh, uh good, good. Just kind of craziness, you know. Yeah. Christmas. Christmas shopping. Star Wars. Star Wars. Opens tonight. Oh. We're recording this. We're recording this Thursday. I'm going to see it after we're done. All, All right. right. No. Nope. Because no, you're not gonna get out of here until like 2 a.m. <laughs> I thought. I thought about trying to catch a midnight show, and I was like, Yeah, it's just that's. I know us, and that's just not gonna happen. Yeah, so. not gonna happen. <laughs> you guys know what? What? It's my birthday again this week. Hey, happy hey. birthday, Jay! <laughs> two weeks in a row. Just two weeks in a row. You're a liar. I tried. <laughs> Stop lying, Jay. I tried. I tried. I tried. <laughs> so, uh, well, episode 18 on the Buzzkill podcast. Today we're talking about... Uh, do, if do you we, couldn't tell from the intro. Well, well Which we're you not talking... You might not have been, <laughs> you probably won't tell from the intro. We're not talking about pure Michigan. We're just talking about uh, the movies that have to do with the uh, the woods. Yes. Go, go into the woods, don't go into the woods. Cabins in the woods. Cabins in the woods. Uh, uh, just anything really having to do with the woods. Yes. And we here in Michigan, we love our woods. We do. Wrong podcast. Uh, It wasn't me for once. Welcome to the Butt Kill Podcast. So, uh, today, in honor of uh, talking about movies in the woods, Mm. we are drinking. Actually, Michael found just the most perfect beer that you could possibly ask for for this uh, from New Holland Brewing. 
Another Michigan. Another Michigan. Another one. I think we're just going to stick to Michigan beers from now on. <laughs> next Michigan. 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 Next Michigan. Week will not be Michigan. <laughs> Michigan and Ipswich, Massachusetts. Hey, clown shoes, Steve. <laughs> What's up? He's leaving uh, He's leaving Massachusetts. Yeah, you were telling me that earlier. Wait, yeah. He's moving back to Tejas, huh? I guess I guess so. It sounds like he's from there, Steve. You can correct me if I'm wrong on that, but it sounds like you're from there originally. Possible and, corrections uh, yeah. for next week. Possible. <laughs> so anyway, uh, so this beer that... Uh, this beer that Michael found is from New Holland Brewing, which uh, you would think that I would know where this, I mean, is it it's, from it's, Holland, it's, Michigan? Yes. Yes, it is. Okay. <laughs> uh, cra- James, what? The, the big letters at the very top of the, the letter. Oh, cra- craft brewed in Holland, Michigan. <laughs> it literally could not be any bigger on the back. Just shut up, please. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, uh, the, the name of this beer is uh, Cabin Fever. Perfect, right? Just absolutely perfect, yeah. It's warming, it's hearty, and it's malted. It's Mm. a brown ale. Mm. Um, Is is the thing on the side of the box the same as the thing on the side of the bottle? I have no idea. Can you open mine while I read this, please? Sure. Uh, Cabin Fever is a roasty brown ale and a hearty, comforting companion for long, mind-bending winters. Pairings, roasted meats, dried fruits, gruyere, and smoked cheese. Enjoy as you please and for yourself. Your adventure begins at puremichigan.org. <laughs> <laughs> that really did kind of... Um, um, yeah, it's the same thing on the bottle. Is it the same it's, thing? Yeah, it's, it's more condensed, but it's essentially the same thing. So, uh, so yeah, got a nice little brown ale to try out here. Mm, I do love and, I uh, do love a good brown eye ale. A brown eye? <laughs> brown ale. Ale. <laughs> <laughs> you guys ready to try this out? Uh, yes, sir. Cheers. Cheers, boys. Mm. Ooh. Ooh, wow. That's a, it's a hearty a, beer. There's a lot of flavor in that beer. I like that. That's really mm-hmm. good. I do like brown ale. I'm going to have to try this with the suggested pairings of roasted meats, cheese, dried and fruits. dried fruits. Pretty, well, you can have one of them. You, can have you one can't of them. eat any of that. <laughs> we had some dried fruit when we came in today. Uh, I did. I had the, these freaking... Uh, what are they called? That's uh, it bars. That's it, yeah. They're called. <laughs> I think that's it. It's literally like you flip over the package and it says, it says apple like one whole apple and fourteen blueberries. That's it. And that's it. <laughs> like that's all. They, I think they just they take them and smash them together, and then that's that's your candy bar. Like if you've ever been to a uh, like an apple orchard where they make their own. Um, uh, cider. Uh-huh. You see those giant apple presses. So oh, essentially, yeah. they're just putting the fruit <laughs> in one of those, and then they just cut it into bars. <laughs> the shit, the shit that pops out the end after you get your, uh, your that makes like, it, that makes it you sound got like your real cider. You got, you got your cider coming out one side, and then this stuff coming out the other side, and then they just smash it into pretty much little bars. Well, like I said to you, I, I said it. It actually they actually look like um, pipe tobacco. Yeah. A little, little bit, little but, bit. But they taste like a dream. So mm. I will continue to buy them. So does them. some pipe tobacco, though. If, uh, if in all fairness, if, if anyone from that's it is listening and you want to sponsor us and just give us a bunch of them, we'll continue to talk you up on our show. Oh yeah, oh yeah, because <laughs> we'll they find, are delicious. We'll find, we'll find a movie based um, on smashing fruit. So, uh, <laughs> I maybe. <laughs> oh, well, uh, there's a scene in um, uh, was it cider uh, uh, behind the mask? Or, or, yeah. There's a scene in Behind the Mask where he's... Were you going to say the Cider House No, what's the... Yeah, we never knew, but the, uh, the that pure Michigan music from the commercials, if you are here in Michigan, you, you've seen them with that, uh, that pleasing baritone voice of Tim mm-hmm. Allen. 
Uh, that's the theme music from the Cider House Rules. <laughs> I can't do it. Um, what do you guys think of this beer? <laughs> it's delicious. It is really good. It, it like tastes it. like Tim Allen sounds. Mm. Mm-hmm. Majestic. Just smooth and a little bitter. <laughs> tastes like tastes like pure Michigan. Don't pure worry. Michigan. <laughs> Your adventure begins. If we drop that a few more times, they might they might uh, you know murder, mayhem, the sounds of babies screaming. <laughs> the Buzzkill Podcast. The, the Buzzkill. <laughs> Your adventure begins at thebuzzkillpodcast.tumblr.com. Yeah, there it is. Not, not this not, week, not though. This you week. son of a bitch. Hey, Mike still doesn't been, have ours listen, up from last listen, weekend. I have less than ten days to finish Christmas shopping, and I'm not even halfway done yet. So, dude, that's what Amazon is for. You just go I've, on Amazon. I've exhausted and you buy my your... Amazon. Okay, I've okay. exhausted my Amazon. All right. Well, anyway, uh, so yeah, uh, corrections. So what were you wrong on last week? Jeez, probably so much. But I'll just—I uh, only wrote down two because I—I I wasn't paying too much attention. <laughs> uh, Mark Wahlberg was not in. Ah. Uh, we were talking about the new trilogy of uh, um, Planet of the Apes. Yep. And I said that Mark Wahlberg was in one of them. Here's the problem: he was in the remake. the remake, which was in 2005. I don't know the actual date. Of I want to say it was in 2005. Okay. I'll look it up. He was in that remake, but that remake was not part of the no. new trilogy. I didn't realize that because I actually haven't seen any any of the new ones. Yeah, the James Franco one is the first movie of the new Which trilogy. Which is that Rise of the Planet of the Apes? Uh, yes, then Dawn? Is it Dawn of the Planet of the Apes? I think. I don't know. Is the like second I said, one. I haven't seen I've any only, of them. I, I've I'd only like seen see the first one. Oh, okay. Uh, I have the first and the second one. I think Dawn of the Planet of the Apes is second. And then uh, War of the Planet of the Apes. They just dropped a trailer for it recently. So Okay. Um, I actually haven't, haven't watched it yet. Yeah, but. i got to check those out. And then the other thing, uh, we were talking about Matthew McGrory, okay. who played, uh, you know, he was Tiny Firefly. He yeah. was the, the giant in Big Fish. Yes. Um, I think I I, th- I think I said that he had Marfans, yeah. which I don't think he had. I think what he actually had was ag- Agromegaly. Agromegaly? Is it ac- acro or agro? Acro- acro- I've never heard this word it's, in my life. It's, so. uh, it's like gigantic giganticism, like uh, giganticism. It's like a, it's like a gigantism. Yeah. yeah, it's like a pituitary. Okay. Um. So like Andre the Giant. Is that what Andre the Giant had? Sure did. You know, before Matthew McGrory died, he was actually uh, before Matthew McGrory died, uh, he was actually playing Andre the Giant in a Andre the Giant biopic. Really? Yeah. Did he have to get? He, was he just wearing a fat suit the whole time? I don't know. Because Andre the Giant was nowhere near as skinny as he was. Right, right. So I, I actually don't know. He was only Fun. he was only thirty two when he died, Matthew McGraw. Yeah, you have those diseases though. They they take a toll on your body. Yeah. Uh, fun fact: Andre the Giant used to drink like like three or four fifths of liquor just to get a buzz because his body it, was so big. I thought it was. Doesn't he actually? I think he actually holds like a world record for number of pints of beer. It's ridiculous. Drink. Yeah, like he drank he, like forty-three and, pints of beer. And from the sounds in of one it, night this or is no, nothing to do with horror. Yeah, but uh, from the sounds of it, he was a massive alcoholic because apparently he would just drink from waking up to going to bed. Like he's but he never had a giant bottle of booze. But he never got drunk. Yeah, it's crazy. Poor guy. All right, uh, so me, we were talking about um, uh, listening to records backwards, and we're talking about Paul is dead. Paul is dead, man. And uh, <laughs> you said that it was on Abbey Road. It was actually on a song called "I'm So Tired" off of their self-titled record. Oh, so okay. if there's any Beatles fans listening, I kind of, I kind of, right. I kind of figured you were gonna crack me on that because I wasn't entirely sure. James is stupid. <laughs> 
That was a bad act. <laughs> James is dumb, um, mate. <laughs> we were talking about Little Shop of Horrors, and we uh, we we looked up we we thought we looked up the plant name as Audrey Junior. It's not Audrey Junior. It's Audrey Two. Audrey Two. Audrey Two. Is Wait, the name didn't of the plant. you you looked it up while we were sitting? here. I must have read something. Yeah, it, oh. that, that, that could be my mistake here. But uh, just... and then also we were talking about Intruder, and here I'm talking about how it's one of my favorite <laughs> movies, and I screwed up who it was. I had, I had in fairness, I haven't seen it in a long time. It is not Sam Raimi who gets mm-hmm. his head caught in a meat slicer. Sam it's Raimi of, is in the he movie. He is in the movie. Yeah, and he's using the meat slicer at one point in time, but uh-huh. he's not the one that gets caught in it. It's one of the other actors, and. When I think of a meat slicer, I think of a deli slicer. You know, with the, with the circular, like circular blade, blade yeah. and you're, you're shaving your meat or whatever. Um, <laughs> I shaved my meat earlier today. <laughs> um, it's it's actually more of a like a, like a meat sectioner where you're, when you're processing an animal, it's a bandsaw. It's a, yeah, I was gonna say it's a bandsaw, uh, pretty much. Doesn't make right? the scene any less. Is it, it goes like straight, straight through his, like, like the bridge of his, of his nose? nose and, yeah. yeah. Oh god, it's awful. Pretty awesome. Awful and amazing. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that is. But watch Intruder because that movie is incredible. When we do low budget like Michigan made films, we'll have to talk about it. Was that a Michigan made film? Oh, oh yeah. Yes, it's Sam Raimi oh, was from it? Ferndale. It Ferndale was and Birmingham. filmed in Ferndale. I don't know if it was filmed in there, but they used to have uh, Sam Raimi, Bruce Campbell, and Rob Tapert had a uh, had an office building or like a little office space in Ferndale. It was filmed in Michigan, though. Yeah, I'm, okay. I'm pretty sure it was. Uh, I, I'm, I'm gonna, not... I'm gonna challenge you on that. Like, okay. look it up, just because at one point, like, we do want to do like a Michigan-based yeah. uh, horror uh, episode at some point. And I thought I looked up a list one time, and I don't remember seeing Intruder on there. No, but it's uh, also I, not. I, a, I could be wrong. It's also not like a crazy well-known movie, though, too. So it might not be on those lists. Well, yeah. Um. Um. So anyway, I think that's it for corrections. That's right? all I got. Um. Uh, well, I, I guess uh, I guess that takes us into the news, Jay. What do you got today? Oh my God! Oh Jesus yes. Christ! <laughs> the news. <laughs> Jay had a trumpet hidden away from sight. <laughs> That was nice. What, what was that, what was that tune? <laughs> that was that, the, you, was that feels so good by Chuck Mangione? That was the Star Spangled Banner, you dingus! <laughs> oh my god! Oh I, yeah, no, I hear Stupid. it. I hear it. Okay. Well, anyway, in the news. Oh my god! Uh, I love it. Well, since that was so delightful, I'm not I'm not I'm not going to start it off with something sad. So why don't you take it first? Uh the news. Oh my god. Um, and we have a lot of news. So let's let's yeah, rifle through this. Yep, I'm going to. Um, so apparently there has been a very specific author who has been working on a secret project with Marvel. Where'd you get a trumpet? <laughs> Pawn shop. <laughs> like for this episode? <laughs> no, I, I needed to play some trumpet on a, uh, a song I was recording before for somebody, and, and so I bought a part of trumpet and I uh, and I learned the trumpet for it. This is, what you get on, this is what you get on the show. Jake just brings <laughs> random shit into the studio. Uh, I'm ex- I'm expecting a ba- oh we should have done a banjo for this for the in the woods. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Well, you dropped the ball on that one, Jay. Sorry, man. <laughs> Can I talk about the news now? Yeah, go ahead, man. Yeah, okay. So there's been a, uh, a certain prolific author who has been working on a Marvel project, but in secret for the last little bit. And it was finally revealed what it is. And that is, there is a Man-Thing series being written. Man-Thing. television or streaming something. Uh-huh. And it's being written by none other than R.L. Stein. Really? Yeah, baby. Cool. Man-Thing by R.L. Oh, it's going to be amazing. 
Man Thing, if you're if you're not familiar with the Marvel character, there was a movie. There was a Marvel movie made a little while ago uh, about it. But it's it, Man Thing's essentially sort of like a Swamp Thing, sort of. Um, it's not a comic that I was really into, so I don't know his whole backstory. But if yeah. you look at him on the surface, he looks like kind of the same swamp uh-huh. creature kind of deal. So you're, you're probably kind of pissing off a lot of Marvel fans. Probably, right now. but good thing <laughs> this is not a, like Swamp Thing. It's, it's a good thing this isn't a comics podcast. It so is a good screw thing. off. I'm not even going to correct it next week. Well, that's cool. <laughs> All right, now I'm going to take us down for All a minute. Right. I'm sorry. Uh, Tuesday, Alan Thick passed away, and that's uh, that's really sad news because uh, I did you watch Growing Pains? Growing up, no, but I did, I did watch um, his son's blurred lines video, and I'd probably die too, after having to watch that. <laughs> that was that was mean. Oh, you don't like watching naked girls dancing around? That's true. Okay, he died. He died happy. <laughs> um, no, that that was mean, and uh, and you're a douche. I know. But uh, oh well, here you're 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 entering into douche douchebaggery with um, Lisa Edelston. Uh oh. From House, you remember her? Uh oh, yeah. Uh, she, she was kind of a douche on Twitter. I just read this right before we came on. Oh, okay. She says on Twitter, "R.I.P. Alan Thick. Seems like everyone is checking out before the Trump apocalypse." That's in bad taste. I don't oh. know. Like, oh. uh, if, pe- <laughs> if people want to make jokes about uh, about Trump, go for it. All you want, but like. Don't don't say that somebody died. Yeah, like a like, no, a, like Alan, a a well known and a well loved actor. Don't say that he died to escape the Trump pockets. Well, <laughs> right, I, retra- seems... I retract my horrible joke and rest in peace, Alan Thick. There you go, and screw I'm, off, I'm gonna, I'm Lisa gonna, Edelston. <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, well, next in the in the news. Yeah. Um, uh, to bring it down even more. Oh, jeez. The Amityville Horror: The Awakening. Has been delayed once again. Oh. <laughs> it was supposed to be released January sixth. It is being delayed again, and I believe this is the third or fourth delay this movie's had. So we're going on three years after the filming of this movie, and it's not out yet. See, I'm I'm actually uh, not too surprised. I'm I'm kind of surprised that you're bummed out about it because the lead actor you hate. Who's that? Uh, Cameron Monaghan. He's the guy that played um, I don't know his name, but he's he's he was the kid in uh, Gotham that you really hated. Oh shit, yeah. And then uh, he just annoys me. He just annoys me. I don't know. Yeah. But um, uh, the chick from excuse me from House is in it too, though. Uh, she's in Once Upon uh, a Jennifer, Time right now. Jennifer Morrison. Yeah, she's in it though, and I like her, so that kind of makes up for it. Um, Once Upon a Time, man, does that show. Just absolutely funny suck. story. Funny story. I almost <laughs> got my cable retracted because one of my roommates down had to download a Once Upon a Time episode and almost got my cable <laughs> locked out. You moron. Yeah, yeah. That this happens. Is why, this is why we don't download stuff, people. Um, get caught. So did they say when that's pushed back until? No, no. Okay. It's 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 no. <clears throat> All right. Uh, Russell Crowe will star in the upcoming Josh Boone directed Stephen King adaptation of Revival. Uh, Josh Boone was supposed to be doing an adaptation of The Stand, which already, you know, for anybody who knows, there already was a a miniseries of The Stand. That was years ago. It must have been like 96 or something. It was a TV miniseries, right? Uh, Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it was awesome. I loved it. I don't think I ever watched it. Scared the hell out of me when I was a kid. But uh, he was supposed to be doing an adaptation of The Stand. I don't know why they they stopped uh, production on that. I don't even know if it was in production, like pre pre production or yeah. something, and then they maybe, decided maybe they just, to do revival instead by Stephen King. Maybe maybe the maybe the writing wasn't really going as they wanted, and they wanted to spend more time on it, and they had 
people together sure. so they just kind of switch to years who knows yeah stuff like, like that, that happens all the time that's the danger of announcing things <laughs> so early on into the process but you have to to get the um, hype going you know i don't think that you do though honestly um not to not to wax his car any more than i already do but uh adam green you know, like he no, makes it a point no, though. No. He makes it a point not to announce what he's doing. He'll say uh-huh. he's working on something, but he will not announce what he's doing. Like he has a movie already in the can. He's already shot. They're editing it. Like, and he and no one knows a thing about it. I hope it's digging up the marrow too. It's not. He said that'll Damn. never happen. Really? Yep. Because too many people stole it. Oh. The studio wouldn't give him financing for it. Yeah. Even though it was a huge hit, it was probably one of his biggest movies he's ever made. That sucks. But man. too way too many people stole it, so they're yeah. not going to make their money back. Will you so, bastards stop stealing movies so that says, we can enjoy more of the things that we love? Yeah. Says so. what? You, what were you just going to say? Says the guy who's getting a Cody stick. <laughs> That's literally stealing cable at movies. Oh, I'll steal cable. I'm not going to steal movies, though. The movies are a part of it, though. Well, I'm still going to... I mean, I listen, I pay for Netflix and I pay for Hulu. I'm... I'm doing my part, okay. Oh, okay, okay. Well, sure. I'm I'm I am i am not gonna go out and rent movies from Family Video or anything like that. So for me paying my eight dollars a month for Hulu and Netflix, I'm I'm paying for movies. The the, the the crappy thing about it, not to side, not to get into a side thing here, but like the crappy thing about it though is like when Netflix first started, mm. they used to pay really and good Shutter. money. And Shutter, and Shutter also. They well, when all these streaming services started, Netflix especially, when they first started, they used to pay really good money to get the movies, and it was worthwhile to get them on there. Mm-hmm. Now Netflix buys movies in bulk, and once they're paid for, that's it. Studios see the money, but the filmmakers don't see anything from it. Oh, is that right? They see nothing. Really? It's n- nothing. And if they do... There's no kind of like royalty system or anything like they're that? They're supposed to be, but the studios hide their money so much and they can say that it's at a loss and they're not... Like, like the filmmakers don't need to get paid until the money that was spent on the movie is made back. So that's... And unless, unless you have a movie like Blair Witch Project that everyone knew was only made for like $30,000 or whatever it was, yeah. and then they know that, that movie banked gross like, like 300 like, million or millions yeah, yeah. Um, unless you have something like that it's impossible to hide the money right. then they're going to say that it, that it that it was in the green but most movies they hide that money so much because no one knows how much they spend in advertising and they just hide the money yeah they'll say well so that's not the fault of netflix or anything like that it's, no that's it's all not. the studios you no know? but just i'm just saying though, but just for just paying yeah. for netflix really does nothing for the filmmaker though at well, that point it makes me feel warm and tingly inside okay yeah. Uh, what's up next? Um, I just thought this is not really news, but I just thought it was fun. Uh, Jack Frost, uh, that horror movie, the Christmas horror movie. You're right. This isn't um, news. No, it's not. I, I just thought it, <laughs> shut up. I just thought it was funny though. Uh, the director who did the first and the second one was talking about how there was plans for a third movie that basically made a kaiju style Jack Frost, <laughs> like a giant, like giant monster snowman. And I oh, it was going to be called Jackzilla, wasn't it? Jackzilla, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'd watch it. He was he was talking about that this week, and I just thought that was funny. I actually want to watch because you've never seen Jack Frost, I have, not, have you? No. I want to watch it for next week's episode, our holiday. What's, why? what's what's next week's episode, James? Our holiday episode, man. Oh, really? I thought that was a surprise. No, have we ever kept our episode surprise? I, I I don't think it would be my. <laughs> just let's <laughs> let's move on. Uh, so uh, a Scream Factory mm-hmm. on January thirty first, two thousand seventeen, they will be releasing Poltergeist two and three. Nice. Ooh. On Blu-ray, uh, I'm not gonna go through some. You know, I'm not, not gonna go through all the the extras on there. If you want to know about that, just check Look it out. out. But uh, have you seen the second and third movies? No, I have not. 
I own two. I've never watched it though. The third movie in particular has just the like even to this day one of the creepiest characters in film I've ever really? seen. Really? In, yeah. in the third one? Yeah. His name is Reverend Kane. He's played by Nathan Davis, and he's just the scariest, really scariest dude. <laughs> like me, uh, me, and, me and my buddy Greg, we always compared him to. Do you remember those Timmy the Tooth? Uh, like I do. Yeah, they're like puppets. Yeah. The that the main uh, like plaque guy, he was green and he had like these yeah. really gnarly teeth and stuff. The <laughs> Reverend Kane from Poltergeist Three looks like him, except for as a real human being. <laughs> he's extremely frightening That's really strange no yeah. like like look up the, uh, we're not the only people that think that either like if you look it up online there's actually like side-by-side shots of them it's pretty bizarre well if you're interested there's going to be a side-by-side comparison at the buzzkillpodcast.tumblr.com let your adventure begin <laughs> That's <laughs> all right, it. That's um, all so for that. the rights to one of the greatest television shows <laughs> ever made were purchased recently that being Friends? Unsolved Mysteries. Oh, sweet. Nightmare Fuel Unsolved Mysteries. Oh, man. Uh, and now those those rights have been purchased. The plans are to have that on like most of all streaming services all right. starting this month. Like it's going to be on Netflix and I stuff? I hope so. They didn't specify in the article that I read. They didn't specify, but I'm assuming that means Netflix and you know Hulu and stuff like that. So I'm super excited, man. Uh, there were some episodes that scarred me as a child. Most Rock. specifically, the spontaneous combustion episode. <laughs> yeah. I was child and i was at my grandparents house in hermitage pennsylvania and i remember going downstairs and crying to my mother because i was terrified <laughs> that i was going to burst into flames I'm in the gonna burst into flames. i was terrified see i would watch it and i'd be all fine like watching the episode but then like be like right before i fall asleep is what i'd watch and then that music would come out at the end and I'm like, oh, no! no i can't sleep because the music uh, it was robert stack's voice for me my man. ringtone for a while like, Robert Stack is, like, you watch Airplane, and he's, like, he's super funny, and, like, yeah. I love him in that movie, and then you and then, and then you would go and watch Unsolved Mysteries. The child was gone. Those those sunken eyes. If you have any information just... on the whereabouts of young Timmy Horton. What a, Timmy. <laughs> Please <laughs> write to Duncan M. Donut. <laughs> oh, I love Timmy's. Uh, yeah, anything else? Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, just a little bit. Uh, Hitchcock, The Birds, uh, is oh, yeah. to be inducted into the National Film Registry this year. Mm-hmm. Which is awesome. Uh, nice. Uh, and also, this one is particularly exciting for me, even though it's remake related. But uh, back in 2007, there was a BBC miniseries called Jekyll. And it was about this guy, uh, played by James Nesbitt, this guy Tom Jackman, who was a like a distant relative of Dr. Jekyll. Okay. And he ends up kind of going through the same thing. Um they are remaking it for American audiences as because, a TV show or a movie. Uh, I I think it's I I think it's going to be a miniseries again. Okay. I have no idea. I didn't. <laughs> I probably should have done my homework a little better, but this was like last minute. Chris Evans will be playing Tom Jackman. Oh, cool. Which cool. is cool. I like Chris Evans a yeah, lot. Yeah. And uh, he's a good dude. I think I, I I can't remember who's writing it, but he's basing it off of the original Stephen Moffat. Uh, script for the the mini the BBC miniseries and Stephen Moffat is uh, one of the head writers for Doctor Who so and I'm a big Doctor Who fan so should yeah. be pretty cool yep and um, is, do you have anything else yeah my last thing is uh, titles for the new upcoming Godzilla and Pacific Rim movies mm-hmm. were released uh, Godzilla King of Monsters classic I love it what was it supposed to be. There just wasn't a name. It was just the Godzilla sequel. Well, why'd you say renamed then? Oh, I didn't. I didn't mean to say renamed. If I did, oh, I did you they, say? Re- 
Nah, I don't know. Nah, well, whatever. Know. They, have, they have names now. Okay. And the new Godzilla movie will be called Godzilla King of Monsters, mm-hmm. which I didn't know this. Mike Doherty is uh, directing. Yeah. I didn't know that. Oh, wasn't he always? I it, maybe. Oh. I just when I was reading the article, it said to be directed by Mike Do- uh, Doherty. Like, didn't oh, he? Shit, he did I didn't uh, know that. Trick or Treat, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah Trick or cool. Treat. Uh, he did a bunch of other stuff too. Um, and then also the new Pacific Rim movie. I'm less excited about this one. It's just it's called Pacific Rim. Uprising. <laughs> Uprising. Wasn't the, the original... See, that one was renamed because it was originally... Um, well, probably when Paci- Del Toro was Well, it involved. was originally Pacific Rim Maelstrom, okay. I believe. And it's being Well, that, like I said, that was probably when Del Toro was directing still yeah. and yada, 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 but whatever. So, uh, but, uh, that's it for the news, Jay! Uh, let's see here. It's the banjo. The Buzzkill Podcast News up in downtown South of Pier, Michigan. Yeah. Oh. Yes, he has a banjo as well, folks. I, uh, <laughs> I went to a pawn shop while you guys were doing the news and I bought it. He did. He ran out real quick. He's got a pawn, ship, pawn shop right outside the house. And I also decided to just buy a pawn shop while I was at it. <laughs> now we'll have all the instruments we need for all of our, next week, our I'm news a, breaks. I'm expecting an oboe for next week. So I'll make it happen. <laughs> uh, well, so what did you watch this week, James? Um, actually, uh, I think mm, I think everything I watched this week kind of has to do with the tofu. Oh. Uh, but there is one thing that I watched uh, last week that I never really talked about, which was Tourist Trap. Oh, okay. Um, because it had to do with you know we were talking about masks. Yes. Last week and stuff. Uh, Tourist Trap, made in 1979, was a ridiculous movie. It's about a group of young friends stranded at a secluded roadside museum uh, who are stalked by the owner of the place who has the power to control his collection of mannequins. Mannequin movie. Yeah. uh, Mannequins are creepy to begin with, so you put them in a horror movie and and damn. for, for, For a movie from 1979, this actually was like... It was pretty. There was like some creepy parts. Yeah. Yeah, I was surprised. Like there, well, like you said, mannequins. It's it's kind of hard to go wrong with mannequins because they are spooky. Was was there a movie called Mannequin back yeah. in the day? Yeah, with, and, like, Kim, when, with when, Kim Cattrall. When the lights would go awesome. out, they would walk around the department stores or whatever. Yeah, it was just the one, the yeah, one yeah, mannequin yeah. that would oh get. And then it was like it was like a. I don't remember a thing about it, but I remember being creeped out by that when I was a kid. Really? Oh yeah. I it was, was like a romantic it. comedy. I know, I know, but the whole idea of a mannequin coming to life just terrified. I was a kid, I guess. It was a great movie. Me and my sister used to watch that movie all the time. Um, So, uh, this movie actually, like, I, there's uh, a lot, like, I drew a lot of parallels between this and the remake of, like, the re-remake of House of Wax, Uh 2005. Like, they kind of had, because there was uh, a guy, and then he had a twin brother, and the twin brother was a psycho, and, and the twin brother was the one who would like kill people and make mannequins out of them but he also had it, it, this inexplicable gift to like move things with his mind they they literally never like they never explained why he could do it okay but he was the most ridiculous villain ever because he would wear these uh masks like he would he would kill kill people uh, and then make a plaster cast of their face. Actually, he would kill them by making the plaster cast of their face. Because, yeah, I know my voice is cracked. <laughs> uh, he would kill them by making a plaster cast of their face. Like, he would basically suffocate them with the, oh, the plaster. Talk about worse ways to die. Yeah, it was pretty like bad. Drowning. And, uh, and, and, he, uh, and, and then he would wear the faces. Yeah. But 
it, which would have been a creepy concept, but his voice like completely took away from any any sort of creep. Was it, like, fa- really high pitched or something? No, he was like he was like like uh, just one line from the movie. He he went like, "Why don't you like me?" <laughs> My brother makes me wear these masks because he thinks I'm too good looking. Like just he, really, just bizarre. Is he supposed like, to be like slow or something? Like, cause no. that, like the, the way the way that you're making that sound like it's like he's that's confused way, or something. That's like, the way he talked. He just had. I don't. Oh, I don't it was weird. it was kind of weird. Yeah, it was uh, it, it it was weird though. It was rated PG. That's. Really I mean, bizarre. there was people being what murdered it, by. It I'll was say, people in this being day and age, would it pass for that? I don't know. Would it even pass for PG thirteen? I mean, there was uh, there was no nudity, but there was a scene where the chicks were like skinny dipping in the in the lake. Oh, that's G. Uh, is that G? String. As long as yeah. <laughs> would you say <laughs> G string? Oh my gosh. Um, I regretted that one the second I said it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, I I don't know how this got it. Like, I don't know how it got a PG rating. But it has one. I've I've never seen a movie where people are being murdered where it had a PG rating. Yeah, that's bizarre. Was but, it? Uh, but it was seventy nine. When did the um, the ratings boards change? That was in like the six seventies, rather. So never mind. Yeah, I don't know. That's weird. Well, I, the director uh, David Schmoller, I think that's how you say his name. Like he was really surprised when when they came back with a PG rating. Maybe they didn't like, watch the he, movie. He actually was kind of upset about it because he's like, this is really gonna hurt this movie because nobody's going to want to go see a well, PG slasher movie yeah I was saying you make a horror movie you don't want it to be PG exactly should have gone you know? gone back and done a bunch of reshots with just a bunch of nudity and <laughs> just random tits just show up <laughs> just like cut clips of boobs everywhere uh, so yeah that's really the only thing that I watched that uh, doesn't have to do with the uh, the topic for today okay so did you watch anything I did unfortunately <laughs> yeah. um yeah. So in 2006, mm-hmm. a guy by the name of Jeff Broadstreet decided that it was a good idea to remake Nightmare or Nightmare Night of the Living Dead in 3D. And uh, it, yeah, it, it's it's not not good. It was kind of a masochist chore to make it through this entire movie. The only reason that I did is because it is starring Sid Haig. Yeah, and so I was I was interested. I bought it for like a dollar, so I said that's that's money well spent for Sid Haig for a dollar, right? No, no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't even spend a dollar on it had I had seen it beforehand. This is, this, is this the one that was directed by Tom Savini? No, Tom Savini did a remake back in 1990 or 91. I think it was 90, um, and that was with George Romero's blessing. So there's two remakes of Night of the Living Dead. I'm sure there's more than that, to be honest with you. But yeah, these oh, are the because two it's big ones. because it was it's public domain. It was public domain. Oh, you were which, explaining which, this to me the other night. Which yeah. I will come back to that in a moment because right. there's part of this that really pisses me off. Um, but yeah, this movie's terrible. It's 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 just not good. It's not it's not a straight remake. It's a reimagining, so a lot of the things are different. What year was this? Uh, 2006. Oh, okay. I didn't hear you say the year because the one that uh, uh, Tom Savini directed was like, nine, yeah, 1990. 1990. That's what I said. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, sorry. Yeah. So anyway, I guess the the reason that this whole movie came about is that he was trying to remake another public domain movie uh, called I Bury the Living, which is okay. like another classic public domain movie, and his producer said. I'm not going to finance that, but if you come to me with uh, a movie that has a name to it, I'll give you the money for it. So he goes, and so he's in the behind the scenes. He's talking about this. He goes, 
And he says to the guy, well, I think Night of the Living Dead is in the public domain. And my producer said, no, no, it can't be. So I did my due diligence, and we did some digging, and it turns out it's in the public domain. I'm like, I'm watching this. Due diligence, all you had to do was Google it. I'm like, (laughs) well, I'm watching it. I'm like, there is, if you are a filmmaker, and you don't know that Night of the Living Dead is in the public domain, Uh you are a terrible filmmaker because you don't know your craft. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, which clearly, from watching this movie, this guy is not good. Is it really bad? It's really, really bad. Uh, the acting is so flat. Even Sid Haig has questionable parts. Which Sid Haig is kind of a weird actor to begin with, though. You know, he has he has his ups and downs. He's better when he's talking in a low tone of voice. You know, yeah. And he's and he's like kind of like doing more of that when he gets excited and he's talking louder. His acting gets a little bit worse. Um, it, it's just, yeah, I, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. It just kind of seems... And one of the things that killed yeah. this movie, too, is the fact that the producers came to the writer and director and said, um, instead of it just being, you know, they go to a farmhouse and there's people in the farmhouse, we want them to be pot farmers so that we can have pot humor in the movie. <laughs> okay. And, uh, it's yeah, that's not good, and that's really stupid, and this... I don't need to talk anymore about this movie. It's just it's just not good. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's just terrible. Oh, and the director, now that I'm thinking about it, the director also said that he had seen Sid Haig in House of a Thousand Corpses, and ever since then, he's like, where's this guy been? Blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, he's been acting for like three fucking decades. Yeah. Don't, as a director, don't say that you don't know this... this, this legendary actor you mm-hmm. didn't know that he was acting for like decades before him like oh god the guy pissed me off has so this much. guy done anything no, else he had, the biggest thing that he had is he was a producer on um a documentary called american grindhouse which i'm actually a huge fan of oh that's he the was, one you've been yes. trying to get me to watch for he's a, long a producer time. on it i don't know what capacity um cause i'm sure there's a lot of producers on that one but um, uh he's an executive producer yeah, so he might have just thrown money at it for all I know, but uh, right. yeah, this guy shouldn't be shouldn't be directing movies. Sorry, Jeff Broadstreet, <laughs> <laughs> he just shouldn't be. <laughs> sorry, not sorry. But, um, um, creature well, effects were okay. They were like your run of the mill, very standard zombies that like they run the risk of kind of looking like Halloween masks, mm-hmm. but they're better than that. Does that make sense? Like they're on that cusp. Yeah. It's yeah. So I mean, it, it was what it was. I don't know. Uh, so he made another one in 2012. I know. I know. Night of the Living Dead 3D and reanimation. And that one's starring um, Jeffrey Combs and uh, uh, one other guy. I can't think of his name. is escaping me. Andrew Divoff? Yeah, Andrew uh, Divoff. Yeah. So it's like, why? <laughs> I don't know how this guy's making movies still. Uh, I'll watch that one now because I'm curious. <laughs> well, I'm curious to <laughs> see if that one's better. you put yourself through it again. You I know will. why? Because YOLO. Yellow. That's it. Yellow. Oh, wow. He's cool. just that's that's why he's doing it. We're he taking it back, back to 2000, 2012. Now, I, I met... Um, uh, Jeffrey Combs recently, uh, and that guy is hilarious because how recently? Uh, within the last year. Really? Yeah, he was at Motor City. He was at oh. Motor City. Uh, um, Motor City uh, Nightmare. Nightmares. Yeah. Oh, you never and told me, me about my, that. Me and my my buddy Chris went to go see him, mm. and uh, and it's funny. Like we were talking about, uh, he did a movie called Doctor Mordred, and we were talking about it because that technically was supposed to be the original Doctor Strange movie, and then they lost the rights. Full Moon lost the. I think it was Full Moon. 
I forget the company, but yeah. uh, they lost the rights to it. They couldn't do it, so instead of changing the script, they just changed the title, the name of the character, and still made like this this wizard movie. <laughs> and Jeffrey Combs essentially plays Doctor Strange. Really? And we were talking to him about it, and 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 Jeffrey Combs was basically like, you know, that movie's like a lot of movies that I do. I still to this day don't know what the hell that movie was about. Didn't know what it was Never about when I was filming it. it. Don't know what it's about now. <laughs> just, just cash and paychecks. <laughs> yeah, so like Jeffrey Combs seems like he'll just do anything because he likes acting. Yeah. So who knows? There's nothing wrong with that. No, not at all. Yeah. It's just funny. That's he's cool. very, he's very real about it though. I guess is my point. You yeah. Know? Uh, have you watched anything this week, Jay? Um. Or have you just you, been you busy? Know, you know as, what I? You, you I just I've been busy, busy but hell. you know what I watched? What? I, I have never seen any of the Harry Potters until this year. Really? <laughs> and I uh, my girlfriend's gonna get me to watch the Harry Potter movies. Are you loving them so far? They're awesome, actually. Yeah, yeah. I was and a, uh, I was a late bloomer I too. I never read the books or anything like that, and and so I am one movie left in the series to oh, watch. Oh, cool, man. Yeah, yeah. I I don't think I watch. I didn't <laughs> watch any of them until two thousand eight, maybe. Okay. Yeah. Oh no no no! I think it was after I was married. <laughs> so oh no. They're good. I don't know. I started watching them in maybe 2009, 2010. I don't know. Not to get off on a Harry Potter thing. I was dating a girl who wanted <laughs> to go to see... Get off on a... <laughs> <laughs> oh, Harry Potter! Wrong podcast again. Uh, Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> Harry Potter. I was dating a girl, though, when the very last one came out, and I had not seen any of them, so I mad-dashed the entire series in, like, two weeks. Just to impress her, or what? <laughs> well, no, because we were going to go see it, and I wanted to know what the hell the movies oh, were about, okay. so I just, I just did it. <laughs> So yeah, no, I like them though. They're good. Yeah, I, I like the Harry Potter. I want to go see the uh, what is it, Fantastic Beasts. Yeah, it looks the, good. The new one. Yeah. yeah. Plus, I'm sure my my wife wants to go Your because mom. my mom. <laughs> well, they're, I guess they're not in theaters anymore. But Eddie Redmayne. No. Oh, that's like that's Aaron's jam right there. So. Yeah. Uh, good taste. <laughs> Enough about Harry Potter. Harry Plopper. J. Not horror. Yeah, knock it off, Jay. It was scary. All right. Oh, says the guy. <laughs> says the guy who says the guy who talked about Independence Day resurgence for like it's genre. fifteen minutes. It's last. sci-fi. It's genre. Yeah, it counts. Well, the, uh, okay, is, you're right. That's genre. Yeah. Okay, nope, nope. I, see, you I have a, you have a very loose definition of genre because I, I, I like very I always, loose everything. Yeah, <laughs> everything about you is just loose. Uh, well, right. hey, I guess that means we can move on to the tofu. Yes, sir. All right, boys. So we're talking about movies in the woods. Movies in the woods. Or cabins in the woods or things in the woods. Just anything we were, that has to do with the woods. We really. were originally gonna do two separate um shows out of this, but then we figured you're kinda you can't really talk about one without talking about the other. Yeah. Most woods movies have cabins, most cabins are in the woods. So it kind <laughs> it kinda makes sense to That's do these true, together. Yeah. I got a nice cabin on the interstate. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing around it but parking lots. It's awesome. <laughs> It doesn't work that way. <laughs> An asphalt forest. <laughs> the asphalt forest. All right. Oh my god. Um, have you guys have you guys ever had any scary woods experiences? Um, like where you've been out at night and just scared the crap out of you? Yeah, I've I've, I've had a few. Uh, like I've had like a like a a really like real like based in reality kind of one, and then I had a really surreal sort oh, yeah. of. Well, uh, so the the real one was we went on a. Uh, like a survivor man camp trip. Okay. Me and a few a few of my buddies from uh like back in the the Search the City slash Fallaway Livonia days, whatever. Both both bands that James used to be in. Right. And uh shitty bands that James sh- used super to be. shitty bands. Don't <laughs> listen to them. And uh so we uh we went on this Survivor Man camp trip and uh we went up to it was in northern like the upper peninsula somewhere. I can't remember where it was. But we didn't take any food with us. We just took a tent 
There was like six of us sleeping in one one big tent. Took no food. We were just six like six guys in in one one man tent. Six guys, oh, one yeah. cup. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> it got weird. No, we didn't take any food with us. Uh, we took like a roll of toilet paper and a tent and. Uh, I mean, we took like sleeping bags, so there was a few co- creature comforts. But we took, we took knives. Uh, we took a wrist rocket to see if we could like shoot some squirrels with it or something, uh, and a couple fishing poles. And we ended up basically sustaining ourselves on fish that we caught in the lake and clams that we found on the bottom of the lake. Clams are good. Uh, I don't know though. Like when you're talking about just in a tiny little lake, there's there was something sketchy about it. <laughs> But I mean, we did it. We made pine. We made pine needle tea. Nice. You know, it was cool. I've always wanted to do one of those. So we did that, and then uh, I think it, it, it was either the first or the. I think it was the first night. We uh, it, it's just absolutely pitch black. Like there's the the perimeter light of the of the fire. You know, the fire casts the the light out just a, twenty yards or whatever. And then beyond that, it was just complete blackness, and. It gives you that kind of like look over your shoulder feeling every once in a while. Like I was always like every once in a while I'd like shine my flashlight out into the woods. Nothing ever happened yeah. until we got into the tent for the night. And then across the lake we hear wolves howling. Did you see a snake monster in the tent? <laughs> <laughs> it was pink and it was gross. No. Uh, we hear wolves howling across the lake. Oh, shit. And then we hear like what we thought was rain dropping out of the trees into the leaves, but it turns out it was fucking wolves walking around like pretty close to our wow. tent. And so we're like, we hear them calling from across the lake, and then we hear these bastards right by our tent. Oh, jeez. I was like, <laughs> this is the most terrifying thing that's ever happened. It was so scary. Oh, my God, dude. That, that scared uh, the hell out of me. The other one real quick, I, I actually, I could probably save this to, for a different episode, but it was, it, it, we were on tour with Search the City in Georgia, and these people wanted to take us to this thing called the Hanging Tree. Yeah, I've heard the story. Oh, and God. we went during the witching hour. It was 3 a.m. We drove down this dirt road in the middle, in the middle of nowhere. And they're like, we're like, how, how do we know when we're at the Hanging Tree? They're like, you'll know when you see it. And the story is apparently it was a, it, this used to be a trail for like covered wagons. And people would, this is terrible, I know, but people would, if their slaves got like unruly, they would hang them from this tree yeah. low enough so that their toes would scrape across the top of the wagons. And we were driving down this road and we're like, well, how are we going to know when we see it? They're like, you'll know. And then all of a sudden we just hit this wall of fog and we all started freaking out. And then we emerged from the fog and there was the tree. And then right past the tree, like 10 yards, more fog. So it was like just where the tree was, no fog. Okay. It was completely clear. It was one the of the ghosts can't see through the fog. So. And then there was an abandoned Duh. and then and then like 30 yards out into the woods there was an abandoned church that we went and and uh, explored. Uh. And there was Gravy. there was graves in the ground and stuff out in the woods, and one of them was from like 2003, which there was all these ones from like 19 whatever, like the early 1900s and stuff, and then there was just one from 2003. That's weird. Yeah, it was really creepy. Huh. Hmm. That's really bizarre. Sorry, I talked for a long time about those two stories, but uh, what about you, Jay? You ever have any? Uh, I did have a, a wolf story similar to yours, but it'll be. Basically describing exactly everything you said, so I won't repeat that word for word. But it happened to me also in northern Michigan. Um, that was pretty scary. Uh, another thing was walking around out in the woods. There was this uh, little field area, 
uh, different setting, different place over here. And I happened to stumble across what was parts of a person's wallet. There was an ID, some credit cards laying on the ground, and a shallow grave Are you serious? next to the area. Some fresh dug up dirt and piled in dirt in this area and I was like oh that probably stumbled up across a dead body over here you know did you did you look did into you it anything? like did you and I uh, took the idea in that home and uh, and uh, looked up the guy online and ended up finding him on Facebook and it appears he was still alive oh <laughs> this was this so was how do you know sp- it was a grave then it, it looked there was fresh dug up so, dirt about oh so you the, thought it was a grave like you, okay well, yeah. so what if what if he killed someone and, and buried own. them and then dropped his wallet. Oh, Thank possible. you for giving me the evidence back. <laughs> <laughs> and I wasn't going to try to reach out and contact him. I'm like, I don't want this guy to know I so found you someone to get. Yeah. Would you do with the wallet? Turn it into police or something? Or I, I think I threw the ID threw out or away. something. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was expired like a couple years prior. Really? ID and, uh, and, and credit cards. That's weird, man. Yeah, it was really weird. That's very bizarre. Yikes. Yikes. What about you, man? Um, the... the when I, I can't talk. The closest that I've ever had to being super freaked out while in the woods was actually on your bachelor party. I was terrified. I was drunk and I was terrified of mountain lions in yeah. northern Michigan. And we went out for a walk in the middle of the night. Uh-huh. I was terrified. I remember that. Legitimately. I had goosebumps the entire time. We, I was so afraid that I was going to get mauled by a fucking mountain lion in we're, northern Michigan. We were walking down a dirt road. We didn't take any flashlights with us, so it was pitch black, yep. and like every little noise that Mike heard, he's like, oh, there's, a fucking, there's mountain lions. I mean, it's Higgins Lake. I was like, there's no well, mountain the thing lions is, though, there here, are, dude. There are mountain lions in mid-Michigan now, but they're very few and far between. Yeah. Extremely few and far between. The creep, and, I can understand it, though. Like At the time, I wasn't really scared, but since then, seeing certain stories about mountain lions, like mountain lions are, they're creepy because they actually do, like they will stalk people. Yeah. For like. I know. It's why, it's, uh, that's why when we were like, walking, specifically I would hear, mountain like, lions, I don't know the... what, yeah, I don't know what it is about them specifically, but they're like, there was. Well, uh, they're cats. They're pricks. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it is. But it, it seems to be that breed in, or that breed in particular that like they will specifically like stalk humans and hunt them out. It's really creepy well it's 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 uh, my other story is we were walking through the woods and uh we were we were handy camping the entire thing and we were looking for this supposed witch in the woods mm-hmm. <laughs> no it's blair witch ah! one of the best forest movies ever okay Segway. oh so we're talking about yeah. <laughs> there he is <laughs> so now we're talking about blair witch um, it's, it is one of the best like woods movies though and, and yeah unfortunately and of none of realism. us have seen the new one no we haven't seen the new one but that's okay because we don't need to. We're talking about the original. That's right. Go ahead. So no, it, it's just you know when it comes to uh, like being in the woods and everything, that movie embodies like the best parts of mm-hmm. this whole subgenre because the way that that movie was was presented, it's the the first like three quarters of it essentially are so boring. Yeah, it feels so real. Like yeah. if you were to come across somebody's found footage in the woods. It would not be exciting, save for maybe one or two parts. Right. The whole rest of it would just be muddling through these people talking and arguing and and, and having conversation which, and whatever. It's, which which is a quality that found footage has lost. Yeah. Over the years, yeah. you know, they well, try to they try to ramp up the excitement a little earlier and a little with, earlier each time. The problem with found footage, though, is that you can't do the same thing over and over and over. Otherwise, That's true. it would be what it, it's a, it's like the it's the double edged sword sort of yeah. with, with found footage. 
But um, but yeah, the, that original movie, man. When when the second that they start losing the maps, even though that's when the realism starts to wane a mm-hmm. little bit, that's when it picks up for me though. Like because like this is when like like the, you, you're watching these people fall apart, and you're watching the woods take on this this other character, like being a character in and of itself. Right. And just the the, the ominous just darkness and the sounds that you hear in the woods. Like I've been camping my entire life, and when you're in the woods, sometimes you just hear random sounds, and your mind plays tricks on you mm-hmm. and that to me that's what Blair Witch was like that yeah. was a total mind fuck of a movie because you don't know what's going on around you right you know uh and I, I it was genius well, I, that it was, movie was, I, it was so genius well, it was so realistic too because they essentially just gave the actors an outline yeah they didn't give they didn't have lines they just gave them an outline like these are the shots that we need today mm-hmm. just go go get them yeah and they're actually what like uh um Heather Donahue and Josh Leonard actually kind of hated each other in oh, real life they? yeah like they, there was some real animosity between them and that's why uh that is why because i, I think if I, I if i remember correctly um mike is the one that was supposed to disappear in the middle of the night yep and because heather donahue and uh, josh leonard hated each other so much they actually switched up the script a little bit and had him disappear oh really yeah <laughs> and then he ended up I, the, what was the fun fact? He ended up they, he was done with filming, so he left and they bought him tickets to a concert, and he during went, filming, yeah, like like Mike like Mike and Heather were left to do the rest of the filming by themselves, and Josh like went off to a no concert. Shit. I can't. I'll, I'll look it up. I can't remember what the concert was, but uh, I just funny. thought that was kind of a funny, funny fun fact. Yeah, and and the, you know the end of that movie, you know you, they they find the cabin or whatever, and they're going in like that. That was handled so awesomely and mm-hmm. perfectly, and so creepy. Even though you never see the witch in that movie, it doesn't matter. Like like their performances and what happened, what, what you're seeing from this this tiny one lens perspective right. is is so awesome. Well, and two lensed. The two, yeah, right, yeah. yeah. But you, but you know what I'm saying though. Each shot was only through one lens. It wasn't like right. it was, you know. Um, yeah, it's just great. As far as woods movies go, it's tough to beat that. You know, as far as like being stoked in realism goes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, for sure. Yeah. And I, I, that was one of the movies that I mistakenly said that was I, I, I said that was the first movie like horror movie that I ever saw in theaters. Yeah. Which I did. That was I, I think. I know what you did last summer was the first horror movie that I saw in '97. But okay. this, this one was one of the. One of the ones that like really just ruined my life <laughs> because I didn't want to go camping after that. Like this movie wrecked my soul. Well, even just got you know like I, it's not like we were roughing it when I was younger. We'd go out. My parents had the pop up, and you sure. know, but even then, like I'd be in my my little wing of the pop up, like in my hovering bed, and yeah. I'd just be like, "Fucking witch is gonna come get me!" And yeah. I just it's underneath my wing right now, just popping me <laughs> yeah. in the back. <laughs> we saw it driving through uh, some deep woods up in the uh, Huron Forest. And there was a, uh, we're going like a couple miles deep into this area, nothing around, little two-track, and all of a sudden stumble up on just a Blair Witch symbol hanging in a tree. Like one of those stick Like men? the stick, yeah. Seriously? Yeah. And That's freaky. And there's like, there's no one around there for miles, you know, but. Where was that? Up by uh, Hale area or something, yeah. somewhere over that way, like deep back into the into the forest. That's what I, like, I, I, me and my cousin always wanted to do that, go out and like hang those things up in the right but then we just got lazy and ended up shooting a bow and arrow at a tree <laughs> or something you know <laughs> um do you have any like what's your favorite uh like in the woods type movie the blair witch would probably be my number one i mean there's one that i loved as a kid uh pumpkin head mm. 
you know, I, I don't remember too much about it. It's been forever since I've seen that one, but I, I remember yeah. loving it growing up. Yeah, same with me. It's been a long time. I think we touched on this one of the last episodes. We haven't seen Pumpkinhead in so long. I own it. I, I, I've seen it, but yeah. I don't even want to talk about it because I, I literally remember very little about it. Yeah. Um, and didn't that, that movie spawned like tons of sequels, well, it's, didn't it? it spawned uh, a, a, a real sequel and then two TV sequels. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah, yeah. One's called Ashes the Ashes and one's something else I forget, but... um. Uh, speaking of, of, I mean, I gotta get this out of the way just because if I don't, I'll I'll die. But you know, single-handedly, the 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 Cabin in the Woods movie to end all Cabin in the Woods movie is very obviously the Evil Dead. Oh jeez, I'm not go. gonna get into it. I'm, not, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna restrain. I'm gonna we restrain. are we are gonna at some point. Uh, Evil Dead is Mike's yeah. bread and butter. Like if, that is his favorite uh, favorite franchise of all time. If, so if, we are going to do a retrospective at some point, and actually, me and Jay aren't going to be here for that one. I'm just going to talk. It's just so going to be Mike done. talking. About, I said, I said, you got to keep yourself in check when we do an Evil Dead episode because it's just going to be me trying to say something, and then you going, "Well, actually, here's how it really went." <laughs> I do know a lot about it. He um, does know a shitload about those um, movies, but it, it really is though. Like you watch movies, uh, and I'm going to get into this one a little bit later, but I uh, I just rewatched the uh, the Cabin in the Woods. Oh yeah, and that movie, movie is just chock full of references to other Cabin on the Woods movies mm-hmm. and there are so many references to Evil Dead in that movie it's ridiculous like major not maybe not so many in number but the big ones are all Evil Dead like the main like references yeah like the cellar in the cabin the cabin the way that the cabin looks itself the camera that leads up to the cabin well the, do they actually so I haven't much. watched it in a couple of years but do they actually listen to a recording they, or something it's not a recording. They find a book they that is sort of, of remin- sort of reminiscent of to the it. Ne- yeah, Necronomicon. Yeah, you, if you remember that movie though, like there's, um, I guess we're gonna talk about it now. Yeah. Uh, if you remember in the movie, like they're all they they they're in the cabin, they're doing something, and then the the the, the um, cellar door flies up, and someone goes, maybe it was the wind, and another character goes. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. How would the wind do that? Mm-hmm. Well, I'm pretty sure in the original Evil Dead, someone goes, maybe the wind did it. Like, whoa, whoa. I know. You're I know. pretty sure. I know. I know. We'll get to. We'll, Mike's, get, to, Mike's, we'll get to why Mike's I say as, that. Mike's not as well versed in Evil Dead as we thought we'll, he was. We'll, when we get to the Evil Dead, I'll tell you exactly why. Sometimes I'm I'm confused about which movie said what and yada yada. But <laughs> point is though. Point is though. The cellar. The cellar was the main part though. You know, and they go down, and when they get into the cellar. There's a bunch of different relics on there. There's tons of shit down there. And the people, spoiler, if you haven't seen Cabin in the Woods, fast forward maybe five, ten minutes, because mm-hmm. uh, there's going to be some spoilers here. But essentially, every slasher movie, every horror movie, every monster movie is basically made by humans. Mm-hmm. They, they they let the monsters loose and they have and in the in the control room they have betting pools on what people are going to do. And one of the betting pools was who's going to pick up which artifact to summon right. what demon or what and a monster or, or spirit or what, and, what have and you. And essentially and essentially in this universe of Cabin in the Woods, it's this is the uh, the typical cabin from yep. any like Cabin in the Woods movie. It's very evil and, dead. It's and, very evil dead. The whole right, cabin is right but the idea is that this these situations are entirely contrived like any any movie that you've ever seen where a group of teenagers goes to a cabin in the woods in this movie this same cabin is the one that the kids always go to because the situations are being uh constructed by this like group of people for a very specific intent yep and they can manipulate uh certain conditions in order to make sure that the kids end up playing the roles that they need to play. 
Yeah. Like they always have all the 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 very specific um uh like character types. You know, there's the jock and the the nerd and the slut and the the uh, the, the stoner, the virgin. Yep. The which, fool is what they call it. The, fool, the fool, yeah. Which he he's the best in the. Oh movie. my god, he's so good. I want to do an episode <laughs> on just the best stoners in horror movies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think it'd be funny. He'd he be wins one. <laughs> hands fucking down. Yeah. I was telling I was telling James before we were on air, like I forgot how much fun that movie is. Mm-hmm. I watched it, like I said, I watched it today. I was just dying because I forgot about all the stuff. I'd seen it when it came out in theaters. Yeah. I skimmed through it, watched the bonus features when I bought the movie, but that was the last time I watched it. Right. And so I revisited it today, and like I said, I forgot how much fun it was. And like the Stoner character, he's he's so dumb and he's so likable, but he's written so well. Yeah. Like one part in particular, he uh when the first time that you meet him, he pull he, he pulls up in his car and he's smoke coming out of the car like crazy. Well, and he goes, the bong that he has is it looks like a it's a travel cup it's, it's, a, a, it's a travel mug <laughs> but it like telescopes out so that it's like a like a just a huge bong and yeah. then he can collapse it yep. to make it look like a travel coffee mug <laughs> who would take who i'm not gonna take this big bong on the thing what are you talking about <laughs> um anyway though so he goes to lock his car though and he shuts his door reaches into the open window to lock the car and then pulls on his handle <laughs> i was dying it's so stupid but mm-hmm. i was dying because the way the guy pulls it off and then there's a whole exchange when they get to the uh, to the, the very coincidental gas station that's sort of closed, and then the Ahab is there, and like no, the, uh, the, har- or the, or the harbinger, harbinger yeah. rather, yeah, sorry. You know, and it, it follows every single trope, but it's it's one of the smartest horror movies mm-hmm. I've ever seen. Well, and leave it to Joss Whedon. That's exactly Joss what, is that's exactly what it was. Is like they 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 basically sat down and and like made a list of horror tropes. Yep. And then went through and wrote this movie kind of explaining why each trope is the way it is like every every single character like the harbinger the guy who who tells of you know he foretells of the uh like he's the ominous character who foretells of like the 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 upcoming doom yeah and uh they like in the movie he is he's a he's a character placed there by this company yeah every 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 single thing for a very specific intent like it's it's just so cool um this movie, I, the best way that I could describe this movie to somebody is take equal parts Scream, mm-hmm. Behind the Mask, Rise of Leslie Vernon, and Evil Dead. Put it in a blender. Because it takes, basically, like where Scream was really smart to the whole horror movie thing, you saw everything and coming. self-aware. It's very self-aware. Yeah. Leslie Vernon, where they talk about why things are the way they were. And right. then Evil Dead, because it's the biggest you know cabin movie yeah. that they take you know, influence from. Uh-huh. You smash it together. That's this movie, written by one of the best screenwriters, in my opinion, yeah. in genre, Joss Whedon. He's, Joss, a, yeah. gen- he's a genius. Uh-huh. Um, Joss Whedon, who did Buffy the Vampire Slayer, the Avengers movies, uh, uh Firefly, tons of, Firefly, tons of stuff. Um, guy's a genius, uh, and he brought back he brought back some of his Buffy and Angel cast to be mm. part of the movie, which I always find a little bit endearing. Who was? Uh... I knew you were going to ask me that, and I can never remember. <laughs> I can't remember her name. She played. Um, uh, fuck. Which uh, character was she? She was an angel. She was the really nerdy girl. Um, no, which character was she in? She was the uh, you have the two main like guys that are controlling everything, and she's the third main like uh, oh, control she's, person. She's part of the uh, the, the company. The company. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I, I know who you're talking about now. I don't know why I can't remember her name offhand, but yeah. Um, but yeah, like like and and it's always seen the Joss Whedon characters like when because. He worked with a lot of the same people in his career. Whenever mm. I see those people popping up elsewhere, I go, oh, Joss Whedon person. Yeah. Joss Whedon person, you know? Yeah, that's cool. Even I mean, David Boreanaz. Every... Even David Boreanaz is still a Joss Whedon person. Right. Like, even though he's been in a shit ton of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Hey, you want a want a cabin fever? Me another beer. <laughs> this is just the thing now. Like I got, I got a fever, and the only cure is more cabin. More cabin fever. All right. Um, <clears throat> well. So where do we go from there, James? Well, uh, we just watched a a movie together. Oh, we did. Aww. Sorry, Jay. I think it was actually. When was this? Was this Wednesday? Wednesday. So, yes, because I had, I had the day off work. So we watched horror movies. You were doing karaoke. Uh-huh. Sorry, Jay. Uh, I was, was awing because it was cute that you two watched a movie. Uh-huh. <laughs> Trust me, it's not cute. It's not cute. Not cute. It's messy. There's a lot ugly. of sweat. There's, it's, it's weird. Oh, but uh, but we... Uh, it doesn't phase him. It doesn't phase him at all. <laughs> no, it's just kind of how Wednesday night is at uh, my it's house true. with my Tracky Wednesdays. <laughs> we watched the movie uh, Preservation. We kind of yes, just watched yeah. it on a whim. Yeah, it was um, good, though. I had seen the poster on Netflix a ton of times, and... Um, we just kind of, we read the synopsis and we're like, yeah, why not? So, uh, it's, it's about, uh, three family members. It's two brothers and a, and, and one of the brothers' wives. Yes. Uh, they head into the, uh, deep into the woods for a hunting trip that doubles as a distraction from their troubles at home. Uh, when all their gear is stolen, they turn on each other, but soon realize there are much more treacherous forces at work. It's pretty gnarly, like... It, the first, the first like twenty minutes was weird to me. I don't think you picked up on this really, but like the, the writing, like kind of the cadence of the of the um, conversation well, seemed we really sort, sort of, of talked about this when we were watching it. Yeah, and I thought it was fine. You seemed to notice it. I didn't pick up on it. I didn't so. have a huge problem with it. It just didn't seem. Uh, I'm not. I'm not trying to say like when I say it didn't seem natural. I'm not saying that the actors didn't do a good job because. The the acting was it's just the, the performance acting was, of the dialogue. The though, acting was right? really. It was more so the writing. Like you know how we we I think we talked about one time how like Dawson's Creek. There's no high school students. The Dawson. The Dawson. There's no high school students in in the world that talk no, like that. No. Like super like hyper intellectual. You know. And just th- there was it had a quality like that where it was just like and if they very did, unrealistic. Trust me, they wouldn't be the cool kids. No, <laughs> <laughs> there's no way. <laughs> no, and it just it, like there was like just kind of an unrealistic quality. Mm-hmm. Not that I disliked it. It just seemed it was a, enough, it was enough. a little distracting to me. But they uh, so they're hiking out into this nature preserve that's closed. Obviously, like they shouldn't be out there. And. Uh, um, one of the brothers is ex-military, uh-huh. and it, they kind of allude to the fact that he was uh, discharged. Yes. They don't really say why, though. They like, don't they, really say if it was honorably. He's, he's kind of the ominous. Yeah, they don't really, really say if it was like an honorable character. discharge or dishonorable discharge. Like, you just, you, you don't really know. But the, the other brother who is, uh, did they really say, like, what he did? He was on the phone all the time talking business he and stuff. He was like a, a business head We're just going to say he's like a hedge fund manager or something. I don't even something, know what that is. Yeah. but <laughs> He takes lots of conference calls. He's right. making deals. He's wheeling Emails and, and shit. Yeah, like just one of those Suffice super... Suffice it to say, he's kind of a big deal. Yeah, sort of a big deal and sort of a bore at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> and he's the one who's married to the girl that's with them. There's a lot of... Like, this movie was pretty smart in that... Uh, it made you think a lot of things that mm-hmm. may not have been true. A lot of misdirects. Right. Like, yeah. you kind of get the sense at, at one point that maybe the wife has has a thing for, or maybe even has, like... Uh, a baby. A, a, well, maybe <laughs> maybe even has, at, at one point, um, 
kind of acted upon like, like a like an affair with like, the brother yeah yeah um yeah and then, um, and then through and then through the the lawyer brother or whatever he is through a lot of the things that he says you get the idea that maybe the military brother has PTSD mm-hmm. and maybe is like dissociating a little bit yep. so they do misdirect you and think like like the first first like one and a half acts you kind of think like when all this stuff starts to go down you think it could be the military brother. Well, because it kind of sets it up like that. Like you don't know. Maybe, like we. One of the things that we had originally thought was maybe, maybe like all like you're seeing the killers in the woods. Uh, spoilers. There's killers yeah. in the woods. Um, like like you. Maybe this is his own fantasy being played out in his head. Right. And you think that the, the fact that there's other killers are kind of a fantasy. And it's all this guy from the get-go right it's all the brother like he, like he has ptsd yeah. and like maybe just everything that they're because uh, they wake up after the first night of camping and all their stuff is gone yeah. their tent is gone and guns are gone, knives just, are like, gone freaking out you know. yeah the lawyer guy's just like freaking out and he keeps on accusing the brother mm-hmm. saying he's got ptsd he's freaking out like he stole all of our shit one of the things that i remember thinking when we were watching this movie though is that i felt really bad for the military brother because the entire time that that uh, a douche bro, as I call him, who, <laughs> who was who was who was accusing his brother of stealing their shit and yada yada yada. Uh-huh. The 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 military brother though was just taking it and not freaking out. Like he was, and, and there's a part of me that kind of felt bad for him because he's just trying to help and right. he's keeping his calm, but it's kind of killing him on the inside that his brother doesn't believe him. Well, he's he's trained, you know, he's in the military, no, so he's trained to be able to like separate. Though, but there's a part of the guy's performance where it acted it actively looked like he was relying on his training to stay calm, but it still hurt him. Like in the way that he was I, I mean, that's how that's how I I don't I I've never been in the military. I've got family in the military or who were in the military, but like that's that's how they're trained. You know, you're you, like sure. you're still feeling the the emotions and stuff, but you're trained to like separate. Yeah. Well, he did a really good job separate your of- emotions from yeah, uh, I'm just saying the guy did a really good job though of, oh, yeah. of, of emoting that though, you know, of like his making performance. like yeah, you could kind of yeah. see underneath that it was affecting him, but he wasn't letting mm-hmm. it outwardly affect him. Yeah, he did a good job. And he had the, the cutest guy, the, dog. The military guy that we're talking about is in the movie. His name was Sean. Yes, he did have a great dog. It was a <laughs> he was it was his service canine. His service canine. Yeah, yeah, and uh, he was played by Pablo Schreiber. Schreiber does that does that name sound the familiar? Liev. Yes, Schreiber. he is he is paternal half brother of uh, Liev Schreiber. Nice, which I love Liev Schreiber. I think he's Saber awesome. Tooth. Yeah, <laughs> um, Cotton Weary from the Scream yep, movies. Yep. yep. Um, he's also I got to say this for my wife because she's a big fan of the uh, Orange Is the New Black. He was Pornstash from <laughs> Orange Is the New Black. <laughs> I don't know his actual name. I just know that they all call him Pornstash. Nice. But uh yeah, he did uh he did a great job. I I don't know. Like this this movie caught a lot of flack. Like I there wasn't a lot of people that liked it. Um I can kind of see where because <clears throat> the killers ended up being I don't I don't want to give too much away, but it it ended up having like kind of a social commentary about the uh yeah a little bit that was a little kind bit. of the kind of the disconnect with uh with with youth and and I both like desensitization and, and like you know disconnecting from like real human feelings and stuff like that I both liked and disliked how they resolved it yeah um like I liked it to a certain extent but I don't like the idea that they blamed 
what had happened on a certain thing. Right. I don't want to give too much away for yeah. anybody who wants to watch it, but yeah. watch it for yourself. You'll, I think you'll get what we're talking about. It's almost like it's kind of like a cheating way to get out of it. Yeah. It's like, oh, of course they're going to blame it on this because everybody mm. blames it on this. Like, right. That being said, they take it to a new low. This is all very vague, we realize, but it's uh, we don't want to give too much away about this. Yeah, yeah. So we'll move on to a different movie. Well, one of the things that I love about movies that take place in the woods mm-hmm. is that a lot of times these uh, uh, these 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 movies they they're, they're very psychological in in their in nature because you're out in in, in nature, in nature. <laughs> well, because people that are out in the woods they're they're alone mm. they're surrounded by nature they they can well, kind of have I, a, I, a iso- body isolation kind of isolation does yep. weird things to a person yep. yeah yep. um another movie that i love though that that really does that that takes place in the woods is a movie called the uh the barons the Barons? Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, directed by Darren Lynn Bowsman. Oh, really? Oh, yes, yeah, sir. One of his one of his earlier ones. Um, yeah, I absolutely love this movie. It is starring the guy um, from True Blood. If you are a True Blood fan, uh, Stephen Moyer. Okay. It's starring him. Uh, essentially, they go out into the woods, and this is it, it's this spoilers, uh, sort of. It's about the Jersey Devil. Oh. They go out into the woods and there's a monster and it yeah but yeah yada yada, but the whole movie is about him. I've got losing. a great story about the Jersey Devil, but we'll do it in the real to real episode. Or the or the legendary or the, or the, or, or legendary the, yeah or myth the uh, creature people yeah, um, legendary urban, myth, urban legend not what like a legendary myth monkey creature head people. you have <laughs> what a marvelous monkey head you have. <laughs> uh, um, should we explain that real no, quick? No, no, leave him hanging. Leave him hanging. Really? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, we'll get to it. Just hang in there, people. <laughs> Give them reasons to come back. Um, anyway, I got, the, the I, gotta movie, know though, what, I gotta know what this marvelous monkey head is all about. <laughs> Sorry, go um, ahead. Tweet, tweet a tweet at you. Gotta be twitting me, and he'll tell you all about it. <laughs> um, anyway, though, this movie is about uh, the, 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 this family that goes out into the woods, and uh-huh. it's, it's Stephen Moyer who plays the dad. And this whole movie, it's his descent into madness, okay. sort of. Like he's freaking out. He uh, he thinks he's hearing things in the woods, and yada yada. And it's just a great character study of of when you're in nature in the woods you see things and you interpret them completely differently and he's going oh, yeah. out of his mind and and the, the the woods play the villain in the sense of uh atmosphere okay you know what i'm saying like, like, like the, the woods are they're just the woods yet they're driving this guy batshit crazy it, it's, it can do it i uh that I, I don't hunt yeah but i i used to go out with my dad when i was a little kid and uh it's, it's been many many years since i have uh, but I'll still go up with my buddies and stuff when they go. Just, I, I enjoy sitting out in the woods, something there's I grew not, up on. There's not wild tofu that you can I, I, Dude, that, that would be awesome. <laughs> Shoot that tofurky. <laughs> and, uh, and so I was sitting out in the woods, you know, this past year, and I looked behind me, and I, and I swear it's somebody sitting behind this tree. It's still dark. It's not light yet. Mm-hmm. I was like, crap, there's a, there's a dude right over here, like... What, what's he doing? Like he doesn't have any of his orange on or whatever. And oh. and uh, was it someone it, that you just sensed or did you see him? I, I could see the shadow and I could see it like moving, you know, with a little bit of light. Yeah. And then it finally got light enough to see, and it was just a weird shaped tree stump. <laughs> but it was freaking me out. I'm like, there's a dude right there. Though. You know, it does that absolutely. Absolutely. Like I said, I, I had mentioned before, I've gone camping my whole life. There's so many times where I'll be out by the bonfire, last one out, and you sit there and you're hearing the crackling of the yeah. fire, and you just listen to the wind kind of go through the woods. And any little, there's so many things moving in the woods. Oh, any yeah. little thing can grab your eye, and it can be the most terrifying thing ever. Uh-huh. 
even more terrifying is when it doesn't grab your eye and you just kind of right, hear it. Right, it grabs your yeah. neck. <laughs> <laughs> grabs you by a, the uh, dick. When one of our big dude champion campouts, or champion champouts, rather. There you go. Um, yeah, yeah. We went to that restaurant that we used to always go to that we'd go eat afterwards, and across the street was the, all woods. The Fireside Inn. Yeah, and it was oh, a big, yeah. long wait. We'd be there for like two hours, oh, I right? I remember this. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I remember I oh. went in a little bit uh, after everybody, and I saw a guy that was standing across the street in the woods, and but he was like, he was just like standing six, and like staring, three or four, or five, yep. six trees deep, right? And he's just <laughs> staring across. I'm like, that's pretty weird, right? So we were kind of inside, and we couldn't see out to that part. Um, but I occasionally, he's, he's the woodsman of Port Austin. Occasionally stepped outside, <laughs> and I could see this guy still standing there, and I'm like, well, it's got to be a dummy or something like that, you know? It's fake. And so we got done eating. We're waiting to cash out, and me and whoever else went and stepped outside, and we're waiting for everybody. And I stop, and I just stare, and I'm looking at this dummy standing across that's been here for two hours, not moving. And by and this it, point, it was almost dusk, right? Yeah, and then as I'm standing there just staring at him directly across from him, he turns around and walks away. That's so spooky. <laughs> I remember we were all we were all up there when this happened, and yeah. I remember you telling us the story. I don't think anybody else saw it, but you told right. us the story right when it happened. The fact that you can remember it in such detail means to me at least that you weren't making it up right if you're making it up you'd probably forget most of it for sure right but like yeah that that's creepy as shit i remember i remember going to bed that night when we were up there and i'm just like oh my god there's somebody in the woods like like i remember stood there being for two hours while we were eating pizza <laughs> bruno you said uh well there is a there's an urban legend about a guy named bruno up in the thumb and 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 sleeper state park where we go to park uh where we go to camp every year party party was where he, he allegedly uh, you know, kind of like went and set up, set up camp afterward. Yeah, Ugh. because he was. It was I. I. You know, it's obviously a pretty far fetched tale, right. but like there, he was the, the the story was he was a criminal who got in some kind of accident, lost his hand, his hand got replaced by a hook, and then he. Oh, he's a hook guy. He was a hook oh, guy. Okay, yeah, okay. like he uh, and and he um killed a nurse. And then jumped out the like second story of this old hospital, which is now apartment buildings mm-hmm. in in Bad X, which is spooky on its own. Like living in an old hospital. I mean apartments. God. Well, an old <laughs> and then he he like jumped in the back of a truck and hitched a ride and ended up in uh, in Caseville. Yeah. And ended up at Sleeper State Park. And then every year when they would take the sixth grade class up to uh, up to Sleeper State Park, and then and then uh, um, Matt, this kid Matt Tomes, his Matt dad, Damon. Matt Tomes, his dad, I cannot remember his name for Mr. Tomes. Mr. Tomes, would, <laughs> got it. Yeah, this was like it. the thing that he did best. He told the story of Bruno better oh, than he, anybody. He was that campfire guy that you just always wanted to hear tell the story. Yeah, oh. what, but you know, I never but, had one of those. But you know what? You know what pissed me off. The year that I went, the year when it was finally my turn to go on this sixth grade chi- trip, yeah, they made him stop telling the story oh, because why? it was because it was scaring too many of oh, the kids. Fuck that! Like, Come on, this, that's the whole point of it, right? But he did end up telling the story of that there was a shoe tree apparently out in the woods, and and I think it's still there. It actually like this thing actually does exist. I don't know if it's I know, actually I know like a real the, shoe uh, tree. It's not in Caseville though. It's by uh, between Saginaw and Reese, Michigan. For those of you who don't know what a shoe tree is, like the 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 lore is like, um, you, at least for this one, it was uh, Bruno who was like killing all these kids. Like if you slept with your your head facing toward the window, he would come and grab you at night. Ah, uh, and then he would uh, grab me where? Like, <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> and. Then- <laughs> 
he would dra- oh, Bruno. drag you out the window by your dick and then <laughs> and just then, swing you around. <laughs> and then uh, swing your partner round and round. And then he would uh, he would kill them and like kind of his trophies were like he would take their shoes and tie them together at the laces and uh, and then th- like chuck them up chuck chuck the shoes up into the tree. Right. And there actually was I think it was just people like going out and finding this twisted old tree and just throwing their shoes up there. Uh, mm-hmm. But it was it was there. I've never seen I've never seen the shoes in the tree up there, but there was a uh, the Reese Caro exit on uh, I seventy five by Saginaw. Uh, when I used to take that going to the uh, when I played in North Coast Academy uh, competitive drumline stuff, there was a tree that had about I don't fifty to a hundred little kids shoes hanging in it, yeah. and it was like yeah. right in front of this guy's house on the st- like right at the street. And so for one of the the rookie talents or rookie initiations, my my final year, we, we made the, one of the young people have to go and uh, steal a pair of shoes out of this tree. <laughs> and, and and it was still a nerve wracking thing. You're like, is this dude a serial killer? That's you know. <laughs> and uh, so did they did they actually steal it though? Oh, they died. Yeah, <laughs> they're dead. <laughs> they are they are dead now. <laughs> <laughs> they indeed were killed. Uh, well, I don't have a story that comes close to that, but I, I have another story about the same place. And I once found a uh, a pair of shoes in my Reese cup. That was that was bad. <laughs> Greg, I'm Greg. coming back for you. That was bad, and we're keeping it in. Wow. Uh, okay, that's let's, terrible. Let's let's, let's, let's talk let's, about a movie. Let's move on to a movie that we both absolutely loved, <laughs> uh, to the point that we couldn't stop talking about it. Both uh, and or this, all three of us. Uh, well, me and you. Maybe uh, Jay has seen it. Uh, Screw this you, is Jay. a movie that takes place in the 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 Irish uh, countryside. Oh, uh, about a group of kids. They're on a they're on a vacation, and uh, they're looking for something to do. And they get led out into the woods. Yada yada yada. They're in a cabin. It's called Leprechaun Origins. Oh my gosh. Oh, see when you said group of <laughs> when you said group of kids, I thought you meant like kids, yeah, college kids. Uh, yeah. Um. <laughs> oh, jeez. Leprechaun Origins. Did I get something wrong about this? <laughs> did, did I? Am I remembering something? Uh, it it, it was uh it was one of the finest pieces of cinema, I think I've ever. Leprechaun Origins was a pile <laughs> of shit, steaming pile of if shit. If you're a fan of the of the Leprechaun movies, um, this movie literally is supposed to be a prequel and has nothing to do with anything yeah, if, to do if, with if anything. You, if you're a big fan of, I mean, like the Leprechaun movies are so much fun. You know, they're, they're great, ridiculous. Great like he went to the he went to the hood. He went to space. He talks in ridiculous rhymes. He was on VHS. He was on VHS. Just found Leprechaun the other day. Uh, (laughs) Like, you know, Warwick Davis, that's classic. Like, those movies were so much fun. They're not great movies by any stretch of the imagination, but they were just cool, fun movies to watch. Leprechaun Origins. Any franchise that sends their character both to space and to the hood, Mm. okay by me. Yep, absolutely. Jason did it. Jason did it. Leprechaun did it. (laughs) Done. What else? What else do you need? That's it. <laughs> what else do you need? Um, <laughs> was that your other plug for that uh, cool fruit bar you're eating? What? That's it. <laughs> that's it. That's it. That's it. I actually make I actually make commission every single time I oh, or nice. royalties every single time I this, say that's this is it. How our podcast makes money. <laughs> um, um, but no, no like, this, this is like Leprechaun Origins. Like we're talking about a bunch of great movies. This movie was ob- like, was, was literally terrible. You, you brought up Warwick Davis. Yeah, Orbit Davis is 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 a staple in the horror in the horror genre because of these movies. Right. So, what happens when the WWE gets their hands on the Leprechaun franchise? Yeah, they cast their own little person, um, 
in the role of the leprechaun. Which I didn't. What's his name? Uh, 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 oh my god. Why can't I think of his name? I want to say Tiddlywinks. I know that's not the right one. No, definitely that's not Tiddlywinks. Yeah. That's the clown. Um, why can't I think of his name? I don't know. Um, Hornswoggle. That's his name. Hornswoggle. 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 And actually, uh, like, we had, we still had, like, I saw they cast Hornswoggle. I was like, oh, cool. Like, let's, like, he actually plays a leprechaun was- in. It, like that's his character. Yeah, he's in a little leprechaun. Guy. He's a little so leprechaun. I was like, all right, man. He's, and, he's, and he's awesome. He's hilarious. Yeah. Like, he's, yeah, he's, he's a used, great character. He's used to the material. Like, maybe maybe he'll actually make this like a fun, cool the, movie. The to only watch. time that we can say that he was in the movie is completely under prosthetics, and he might just be running around, and you don't even know it's him. Like, they never yeah. show like him being like a leprechaun. They make it this, into a creature feature, sort of. This entire of th- it's so stupid. Do you remember? Like, even up until the third act, we kept going. Like maybe that's not the leprechaun. Maybe that's just like uh like some sort of beast that kind of you know like like rolls with the leprechaun and still, maybe the leprechaun's gonna show up. If we and, were like, still thinking about that three quarters of the way through the movie, we were really wishful thinking though, because usually Well because it wasn't You're a, gonna see the main character. Because by that it point. wasn't a leprechaun. Yeah, no, it wasn't even even the folklore of leprechauns, like they're they are, you know, they don't necessarily have to be little, uh, you know, buckle shoed top hat wearing. Yeah. But actually, I think that's kind. Isn't that kind, kind of, of is what it, the yeah. actual folklore well, they, they, is? They tried to modernize it by making the leprechaun a creature as opposed to a little person it, at the end of the rainbow. Like, it looked like a slimy little monkey. That was stupid. Like it had really long. It it ran like it walked on all fours, and it ate people. Yeah. It was just the. It was the it's dumbest. Just not good. It was it's just, just so bad. It was just not good. So. I don't understand how they like why they took it in that direction. They tried to. I don't know. I think <laughs> they were a little short at getting their point across. <laughs> <laughs> I just. I we we were watching this movie. and We were just completely dumbfounded. Yeah. It, it, it's just. It's just not good. It started off kind of. There's cool. not many movies that we don't like too. We can usually find redeeming things in most movies. No. This is one of those ones though where. It just, there's nothing, literally nothing redeeming about yeah, it. It was just bad. And when I say literally, that's that's it. Literally. Literally. Well, let's move on to a movie that we What's did up? like then. Give me a good one. Give me a good one. Uh, oh, well, I asked. I, <laughs> I threw that at you because I thought you were going to give me a good one. Uh, a good movie in the woods. Um, oh, geez. I'm about drawing. the hollow. Oh, the Hallow. The Hallow. Yeah, I have to say it like that because there is a The Hallow and The Hollow. Yeah, well, it's both. Um, I've heard it both ways. Which I haven't seen The Hollow, but we have seen The Hallow, and that was a great movie. Um, I liked it a lot. Anyway, did you like it? Oh, I loved it. Are you kidding me? Like, the, like when we're talking about like like from the it came from the woods. Yeah, that's a, that's a good title for this episode. It came it from came the woods. from the woods. Um, when we're talking about movies like that, that that it's not a cabin in the woods movie. Mm-hmm. It's literally about the woods. Like it's think, something that comes from the woods. Uh, this is a movie about uh, a guy from London who uh, relocates to the Irish uh, countryside. Yeah, and he represents a company that is surveying the land because they want to essentially tear down a bunch of trees and build up the property mm-hmm. townspeople don't want them there they're very but much he was it. but he was a biologist but was, he was but the reason he was there was because they were going to tear down a bunch of trees 
and, and he, he and was he was trying to, to figure out what the environmental effect. He was a be. conservationist or something like that. Yeah, wasn't it? He was trying to figure out what the uh, environmental effect would he, be. Something if, along those lines. If they yeah. tore down yep. all those yep. trees. Well, he finds this like weird mossy like mold growing stuff on the side of a tree. He takes a sample of it, brings it back to the house, and then he realizes that this stuff kind of takes over other cells and like it's like a weird like monster. It's mold like an it's like an invasive <laughs> like an invasive parasitic mold yeah, yeah yeah and 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 then as the movie progresses this parasitic mold actually sort of takes a form and it like it comes out of the woods like it's a really awesome well it ends woodsy up creature feature. it ends up it's being great. a creature feature yeah, yeah like it's great. well and the hallow <laughs> are actually a group of beings like a group of creatures and this mold is, is a and part it's, of that it's really of. cool because it's kind of steeped in like folklore it's because there's a neighbor who keeps coming to their house saying stop doing the things that you're doing because you're going to piss them off yeah, piss and off the they hell, just yeah. think the guy is a crazy drunk and uh, like the house that they move into has these ri- these these big wrought iron bars over all the windows, and the wife's out there taking them down because they don't want these. Yeah, they don't know why they're there. Clearly, that they find out, you mm-hmm. know. And it, it's a, it's awesome though. It's so. And the cool. guy keeps like, coming back saying, "Put the iron back on," but he ends up getting like kind of hostile because he's he's pissed. Like he doesn't want them screwing with yeah. these things out in the woods that he knows are there, mm-hmm. and they're just kind of screwing. Because they the all whole... believe it, they all know it. Yeah. Um, uh, that was that was a really cool movie. It had uh, Joseph Mall in it, who mm-hmm. was... Was he just in... Um, uh, You're asking me names. I'm not good with names. You know that. Well, he was, in, he was in The Awakening. I know that. The oh, Awakening. I know, oh, I know okay. him. I know him from Game of Thrones. He was Benjamin Stark in I've Game of Thrones. I've never watched Game of Thrones. Well, I you're, know. you're dumb. Have I you know. watched Game of Thrones? I've never watched Game oh, of Thrones. Oh, come on, Jay. Yeah. We're just going to... I'm going to make you guys I'll binge it. I'll watch it like about uh, 10 years from now when, when it's, it's not popular. When it's not anymore. cool anymore. And, <laughs> and then I binge watch it and I'm like, oh, I, I'm 10 years late. <laughs> that's, the, that's the same thing I do. I haven't watched a single episode of Breaking Bad yet. Oh, my God. Yeah. I kind of just lost. I lost like 100% respect for you. You knew this about me, I know. Michael. I just lose more every time. <laughs> um, another movie that was very similar to The Hallow, though, where it's creatures coming from the woods, and uh, there's a little bit more of a backstory to this one, but uh, a movie that is very plainly called The Woods. Was that uh, Lucky McKee? Lucky McKee's yeah. The Woods, uh, co-starring Bruce Campbell mm-hmm. uh, and some other folks who I can't remember the names off the top of my head. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, this movie is another great one where it's like it's, it's like the, the, the you're afraid of the woods. You go into the woods and there's something in there. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like you venture out, you don't want to go there because there's a creature, there's this magic, whatever. This movie was I'm a, uh, this movie was a little bit more clouded and a little more mystery. I'm, I'm wasn't this that you t- actually talked about this a few weeks ago? I did. Wasn't it like a witch? Movie? Yeah, I was gonna say I'm like 75, 80 percent sure it was about a coven of witches. <laughs> Um, well, they don't explain it too much. Like they, it's about a girl that goes to a school, and the school I think is run by a coven, and they're trying to they're trying to find young girls who have like uh, these abilities and whatnot to bring them into the coven. Um, I'm that's I'm conjecturing, obviously, but like that's what I think that it's about. You really came out of this movie just not knowing what they it was explain, about. They don't explain. No, they don't explain the ending as much as you might think they would. I gotta watch it. Yeah. Um, however, though, there's really cool scenes about how she wakes up in the middle of the night and like the woods are creeping in through her windows and like they take her and they they steal her away and stuff. Like it's really, really, really cool. And it's it's and it's like I said, it's it's all about the woods. Mm-hmm. You know, um, not a, not a 
not a creature necessarily, not anything else. It's the woods themselves are coming in because of the roots that come through the windows uh-huh. and the light taker and stuff. It's it's really cool. Huh. It's a it's a it's a pretty fantastic movie. Yeah, I gotta check it out. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, did uh, you guys ever see Wrong Turn? Oh, yeah. I'm sure you have. I have a love hate relationship with the Wrong Turn <laughs> series. <laughs> well, not the whole series. We're just talking about the first. No, one. I love some. I hate the others. <laughs> how, how many? How many of them a are thousand. there? Thousand. Um, I just recently picked up five. I know that there's six. Oh, I'm geez. pretty yeah. sure seven is either out or coming out. Don't quote me on that. I'm not <laughs> okay. going to correct it, but All right. we're in that area. All they right. made a wrong Congress turn system. when they started number two. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, let's well number two was great. Number two, <laughs> number two, two cool. Fair enough. Okay. Just number- like most number twos. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Mike's Mike just is a sucker for a good number two. And a good shit. <laughs> well, that was oh. what I was implying, you douche. Yep. Uh, well, let's talk about the first wrong turn. Okay. Uh, so, Eliza Dushku. Mm. Yeah. Eliza uh, Jeremy Sisto. Sisto? Sisto. Sisto. Jeremy Sisto. 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 I think it's... Is it Sisto? Sisto. I thought there was a Q in his name. Sisto? No. The rapper? And Desmond Harrington, who was... Uh, um, wrong, wrong, wrong turn. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Desmond Harrington, yep. who was Quinn from uh, Dexter. Yes. Okay. Yeah, oh yeah, you're yeah. right. Yeah. Shit, I didn't realize that. You're yeah, right. man. No, I I like uh, I like I like these like inbred hillbilly movies. They freak me out. Like Deliverance was obviously and shit. I mean we. Because you look at it, and you're like, but... that could be a real thing. Absolutely. I mean, there's it's probably it's a, a real thing. Let's it's be a, honest. It's a little more realistic in a movie like Deliverance, like where you know they might be they might be inbred hicks, but they're not like all uh, like deformed and, yeah, and right. stuff like that. But Wrong Turn took it in that direction. They took a wrong turn and took it into the like deformed, like nasty, just mutant yeah. hick. I love how I love area, how it, and I I thought it was pretty cool. I thought I it was love a how fun inbred movie. people are automatically looked at as monsters. Like they're just people too. Yeah, yeah. you know. This all right, a- guys. Now <laughs> 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 uh, um, yeah, but definitely a creepy vibe with it. That's for sure. No, yeah, that, was no a, that was a cool movie. There was like some really like pretty good tense uh tense moment like there was a that the scene where was she hidden uh eliza was it eliza dushku was hidden under the bed and one of the hicks was like asleep on the bed yeah and she well, was they trying laid to like, down like she was under it and they laid yeah, down and she yeah, was trying yep, to like yep. get out of the place without being caught and like you, you know every time she would move he would stir and am i the only one that thinks that if i'm in my room at night and i'm laying down on my bed mm-hmm there is in a silent room like that. There is absolutely no part of me that thinks that I would not hear a human being crawling across my floor or see it. You know what I'm saying? Uh, if you were in a completely dead sleep, though, I don't think he was sleeping. He he just laid down and she. He was snoring. I'm pretty sure no. she was snoring. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, the part of that movie that always that was my favorite though is when they're caught up in the trees. Yes. Oh yeah. And like they're chasing them th- literally through the canopies of the trees. Well, there was that one Love like that part there was that one like really he was kind of like the smaller one. He was all spry. Yeah. He, he was kind of jumping two, from. Yeah, he carried yeah. two knives and stuff. Yeah, like that was that was pretty cool. And then yeah. they they set the trees on fire. Yeah. Is that what? Yeah, I, I yeah, believe to get so. them down. Yeah. Because yeah. they went to there was like an outpost in one of the in one right. of the tree, yep. or, or it, was an, it was a big outpost they lit the outpost on fire oh that's to get right. them out and of the and then she yeah. jumped into the, the yeah yeah that, that movie's great the movie gets a lot of shit but that's actually the first one 
is really good. It's mm-hmm. a it's a good uh ni- it's nineties, right? They came out in the nineties. No, uh, early two thousands, maybe. Was it early two thousand three? Okay. Yeah. Well, regardless of it, early aughts, nineties, they all kind of blend together a little bit. But like, <laughs> you know, there wasn't a whole lot of movies, good movies that came out of of that time period. Mm-hmm. And I think Wrong Turns one of them that gets overlooked as being one of the better, you know, creature you know, woods kind of movies. Like, I don't know. I, it, it's a good movie. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, I, that's, I mean, it's a good movie to guys like us who appreciate, uh, sure. bad movies. Well, <laughs> a, I wouldn't even consider it a, a bad sense. movie. I would consider it a, a, a very stereotypical movie that came out at the time, but it was done well. Yeah. Um, now I will give the, the series credit though. The sequels might not be great, now, two directed by Joe Lynch is fantastic. That movie has no right to be anywhere near as good as it is. Was that the one with Henry Rollins? Oh yeah, yeah oh, I like it's that great. One. <laughs> it's so good. Uh, but three, four, five—the six I haven't seen yet, and and maybe a seven coming. Um, how do they keep making these things? You know what though? Are I don't, really, is how many turns can you make? <laughs> I, I, you're just going in circles. That, this, every, every, <laughs> this one was wrong too. Um, like I don't, I don't fault them for doing it because most series at this point have been rebooted and then the that original storyline's dead. Yeah. Chucky is one of the very few movies that have come out unscathed from the whole reboot cycle. They just continue the in- yeah. Wrong Turn has they're still making them. Uh there there's not very many movies that are still doing it, yeah. you know. So I'll give it credit for that. They're keeping it alive. They might not be great, but Right. <laughs> That's it's original. A lot of ones and done. One and it's, done now. It's original storylines, and I love that. Like, I don't even care how bad they get. Just do it. Like, <laughs> don't, don't. Uh, that's why I'm so happy with the new Alien movie. Um, not necessarily Alien Covenant because it's a prequel. Yeah. Um, but uh, what's his name? The guy that did uh, District Nine. Um, God um, dang it! I know his name. It's not coming to me. Uh, this might be a correction if you, unless you can find it. But like. He's doing a new Alien movie that essentially cuts off Alien Resurrection, and it picks up, or, or, or sorry, it cuts off Alien Three and Resurrection. Blumkamp. Blumkamp. Neil Blumkamp. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's doing essentially the proper Alien Three, where it's mm-hmm. going to bring back the characters and this and that, and Sigourney Weaver's back, there, uh, Michael Bean's back, all of them are back to do it and give it a proper ending. Yeah, love it. That's cool. Continue those original storylines that we loved when we were growing up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but the the difference between those and <laughs> and wrong turn seven is that <laughs> those are it's actual a quality difference. I know those are actual quality movies that there's going to be some money put into them and but stuff. It's, it's f- like I just I don't understand how like how do you make a wrong turn seven where obviously it's it's not going to be it's going to be low budget. It's gonna have bad acting, but it's it's those characters though. It's the it's it's those those hillbilly yeah inbred characters is that you just really, want to see in another. Is end. the audience still that big enough? Was that 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 big enough to where they're actually like bringing in well, enough on money wrong, to? They're on Wrong Turn Seven. Jason did ten. Yeah, but, before a reboot. Yeah, but Jason, I, that's like it waned. That's, that's oh com- no, Jason waned. That's apples and oranges, though. Not man. really. Like, I mean, Jay- it is, but it Jay- isn't. Like I wouldn't consider those hillbillies. Um, an iconic, like they're not iconic characters. I'll give you that. You're right. No, Jason, I'll, I'll give you that. Whereas but. Jason is in the top two <laughs> most Jason, iconic another, slasher characters another of the woods character. Yeah, you which know? we will. Uh, we realize we're not. We haven't talked about um, Sleepaway Camp. We haven't talked Friday about the Friday the Thirteenth. We haven't talked about. Um, 
any other uh, of those great camp yeah any of the other like camp because we are gonna do an episode at some point that just deals specifically with like summer yeah. camp and yeah. stuff like that we're gonna so, do it in february we are calling it right now totally no probably not we, we should probably, <laughs> uh so uh with, there was uh, another movie that you wanted to bring up before actually, we kind of wrap yeah, this I up i wanted to talk about a movie called yellow brick road mm-hmm uh, it's not a movie that a lot of people have talked to, have, have probably even seen. It's, it was one of those bloody, disgusting movies. Uh, they had uh, a line of, of movies out that they produced and, and made. Um, oh, bloody, disgusting! Actually produced. It? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, okay. yeah. They, there's a yeah heading on the whole deal. Um, yeah. Uh, this, so this movie is. So you hear Yellow Brick Road, you automatically think of what? Uh, Wizard of Oz. Wizard of Oz. Yeah. Exactly. Um, the weird thing is, is even though they they put that hint out in the title alone. You don't get that vibe from it right away. Essentially, it's about uh, there was this city where 70 years ago, the people of the city abandoned the city and they just started walking. And nobody knows what happened to these people. It's kind of like the Roanoke story. Yeah. Uh, Very similar to that. Um, And these people just walked. No one knows what happened to them. And so uh, Yellow Brick Road is about a a group of researchers that are going out to try to walk the same road that these people walked. And figure out where they went, see if they can find traces of them, whatever. And uh, they get to the town, they can't find, they cannot find this trail. It's in the middle of the city. Somebody from the city lets loose that she knows where the trail is. She's been on it for a, a short way and warns them not to go, but they go anyway. She's with them. It's very typical, you know, typical standard right. fare. Um, the cool thing about this though is that the further they walk on this road. The more the people go insane, and it's and, and the road goes to the woods and whatnot. And one of the things I love about it is they do something that I've never seen before: is that the closer they get to their 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 end game, there's this really high pitched hum that comes from wherever they're walking. Uh, towards. I remember you telling me about this movie. Yeah, and it's super cool because the they they're they're, they're they keep trekking on because that's what they're 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 there to do. Mm-hmm. Yet they're getting driven insane by this high-pitched, crazy sound, and and like they're, and it turns out, um, spoilers, but it turns out that they they're walking towards, I got essentially Oz. That's what I got from it. Mm-hmm. It really is Yellow Brick Road. You're going to this crazy place, you know. Right. Um, but it's super good though. It's a really weird, cerebral. So do they kind figure out what the high-pitched hum is? Um, not really. It's it, the the ending's kind of open to interpretation, but they give the the the. Is is it called Oz because the, the city just literally makes that sound all the time? <laughs> Oz. Um, yeah, I, you didn't watch it. It's one of those uh, movies where the ending is sort of open ended. Mm-hmm. Uh, from what, from my understanding, if you watch the, if you can track down the DVD, the director's commentary offers a lot more insight to what it actually was doing. I have not watched it, so I can't speak on it, but. Um, but yeah, it's another great movie. It's, it's just a really good movie that not a lot of people have, have really heard about, you know, that I would recommend checking it out. Uh, so for our last movie, we figured we'd save the uh, the the namesake of the beer that we're drinking here, Cabin Fever. So we're going to... Cabin gonna, Fever? Cabin Fever. 
<laughs> we're gonna, I got a favor. We're going to end it on that. We've all seen this movie. Yes, sir. I think we all enjoy this movie. I think we've talked about every other movie in the series except for the main <laughs> one. I talked I mean, about we... Cabin Fever 2 in the sequels episode. Yeah. I talked about Patient Zero in one of them. Whatever episode. I think it was what I watched. We, and then talked, we talked about, about the, the horrible the remake, remake <laughs> a couple episodes ago. I don't think we've ago. talked about the original I yet, mean, though. we kind of compared... Uh, compared the two like the original and the remake a couple episodes ago but we never really we never really gave the uh the the original it's it's uh um the original title of this movie was called boy meets virus <laughs> rider strong <laughs> you beautiful if you don't bastard. get that reference well you're probably 12 that's uh that's <laughs> or, probably a or, good assumption or 19 actually at this point <laughs> but whatever um, i digress yeah so uh so cabin fever Eli Roth basically it's it, it was his first his first movie like he wrote it yep. fresh out of college mm-hmm. which is pretty pretty cool I'd, I'd say it's a pretty good movie for your first go at it oh, you it's know a what great I mean? movie are you kidding me um what did what was your favorite part of this movie my favorite part of the movie um I like the dogs I don't know why it's just one dog right well yeah well well yeah. you mean the do- yeah you're still talking in terms of the remake as well. <laughs> That's probably what I'm thinking of. Yeah, but like the the the, the infected dog. It, I love. Um, not to get off topic here, but in Resident Evil movie, mm-hmm. they had the Dobermans that were uh, infected. I, yeah. I like I like infected animals. I know that sounds really weird and probably bad, but like I don't know. They, they're they're different because they're not human. You've seen infected humans so many times. Yeah. So when you see an infected animal, mm-hmm. it's only it's almost like ooh, that's different. I like that. You know, like so when I saw that in Cabin Fever, I was like ooh, I. I loved it, you know. That, that I know it's a weird thing to say that's well, my cause favorite. There, but. Well, because there's movies where, uh, you know, they mainly like zombie movies and stuff where they show <laughs> that animals are un- unaffected by yeah. whatever's going on. So it was cool to see. It's cool to see a movie where you know this mm-hmm. disease or whatever it is just has no, no boundaries. Yeah, no discrimination. It infects everything that it touches. I will retract that for one thing though. Yeah. Favorite part of Cabin Fever. Uh huh. It's the party man. <laughs> the party, the party man. man. Man, come on, sell down. Uh, that was uh, uh, what's his name? Gis- I love Giuseppe. That. I love that guy. Giuseppe Andrews is that his name? I I have no idea. He's the party man. I, that's, that's all I know. Him <laughs> well, of. he's not the party man. He's the sheriff. Well, he's or, the, not the sheriff. The sheriff deputy, deputy or something deputy, like that. Yeah. The, oh, he was man. in the uh, he was in the second movie too. He reprised his role in, okay. in the second movie. Yeah, Giuseppe Andrews. He. He was hilarious, and I love the way he, I love the way he delivered his lines and stuff. Like he just he was he was hey, the man, sheriff's deputy, down. but he I, just I wanted know, to. I know you're up here having a good time. Yeah, he wanted partying. to be cool with everybody. Be cool with everybody. <laughs> and but, oh man, not to get back into the remake, but the, <laughs> the chick, his yeah, his know, counterpart in the remake, so she bad. she delivered all the exact same lines, like almost verbatim. Yeah. It was very lax days, but so horribly. It was just, yeah. it was terrible. No, he was, he was hilarious. Yeah, he, he was, was really good. He's also, uh, so he was in, because uh, James DeBello was in the original Cabin Fever. He mm-hmm. was like the stoner dude. Yep. And Giuseppe Andrews, if I'm not mistaken, was in Detroit Rock City with him. Oh, really? Yeah. So it's kind of cool. I need to see that movie. Oh, like, Detroit Rock yeah, City. Yeah, I've never seen yeah, it. Yeah, man, that's so Almost good. Some way. Uh, and Jordan Ladd. Oh, Jordan Ladd. Jordan Ladd. Jordan Ladd was, yeah. Yeah. She was in Grace as well, mm-hmm. the Paul Solid movie. Yep. Which, oh, geez. If, you, uh, <laughs> if you're a pregnant woman and you want to see a movie that's just going to completely skeeve you out, 
go ahead and watch Grace. I, I think we actually tried... Did we try to get... Did we watch that when my wife was pregnant with... I'm sure I wanted her to watch it, and you probably said <laughs> I was no. like, no. That's my guess. No, absolutely. We will not watch this movie. Uh, James DeBello, Serena Vincent, Joey Kern. Like, this... It's this a was cast. A, Yeah, like, this... I was explaining, uh, as compared to the remake, like, this cast was just... This was... It was a it was a good cast where you had like five different character types, all played really well, whereas the remake just was five of the same person, yeah, either male or female, and they sucked. But uh, did you? Uh, so what was your favorite part of the movie? Do you remember, Jay? For me, it was actually because it was a disgusting part. Was when you realize that they're consuming the water that when oh, you realize yeah. it's the body that the rotten body just in there and that's just feeding into their water system. I was like, oh! <laughs> <laughs> go spew out my insides. This is why I'm vegan. <laughs> Drink that vegan. But that water. just sounded so gross. It's just, <laughs> I, I can ma- I could imagine you know seeing that I could imagine what the smell was like and yeah. and that there must have been some of the flavor in it and oh. it was just oh. it, it, it was it just it hit me like this all, beer all the senses. Tastes suddenly so strange. It just tastes like de- decomposing bodies. Are my eyes turning red. Yes. My bleeding? <laughs> From Uranus? Ah! <laughs> ah Pluto and stuff. Um. <laughs> but yeah, um, but that, that, that for me, just because it hits so intense on the senses of that nastiness. That, yeah. yeah. I actually remember in the, like, I, I didn't know what this movie was about exactly, and I saw the trailer, and I thought it was going to be more of a killer in the woods type movie. Because it did seem like that. You remember how they they did the POV shots from the dog's point of view in the movie where it was yes, like it was yeah. a red lens mm-hmm. and that's kind of what I like so I went into this movie not not knowing a stitch of what it was actually about I didn't know it was about like a flesh eating disease I thought it was about a killer it, in the it woods. It sounds a lot less scarier when you put it that way. <laughs> uh, what, what the? It's just a, just a movie about a flesh-eating disease. It doesn't <laughs> no, sound just a flesh-eating disease. No big deal. We've all been well, there. The, the imagery in this movie too, like of like <laughs> that their skin breaking down, yeah. and yeah. being taken over. That actually is probably the most scariest part about the movie, is because it looks like a real biological disease. You know, well, it, like, it looks it looks disgusting. Yeah. I wouldn't maybe want to be caught with that. And when the, when the, the guy. D- the, the dog like eats Jordan Ladd's uh, lips and oh, stuff off, so oh, it's just yeah. like her, her, the whole bottom half oh. of her face is gone, yep, and yep. you just see her teeth. And well, just there's the blood one guy. There's the, there's the one guy who is who doesn't want anything to do with the rest of the group. By the end of it, he's like, "You guys, oh, stay the fuck away from he's me." He's the smart blah, guy, blah. Yeah. yeah. Really, yeah, he's the dick, but he's the smart one. Like, that was the most realistic character. Yeah. Because of this stuff was going on, like absolutely. And they did it in the remake too. They because like, the remake was pretty much shot for shot. Not as well. Remake, though. but it sucked. Um, no, it's like that was the most realistic character because you know I hate to say it, but like in real life, people would probably be kind of self-serving in, oh, a, in a situation like that, absolutely. like uh, self-preserving. The guy just and he won the bet by the way because they had the bet where it's like. I bet you I can drink beer for the rest <laughs> yep. of the weekend. <laughs> yep, <laughs> Nothing yep. but beer. And he won the bet. He left. He took the rest of the beer, locked himself away somewhere, just drank a bunch of beer, came back out at the end. And Sounds you like a good vacation to me. Came I back mean. out at the end, and you think it's going to be like a nice happy ending where he gets away. and Nope. He's <laughs> got a nice nice little buzz to ride through <laughs> for the Not. rest of the time, and then he just gets annihilated. Yeah. Speaking of being annihilated, we are at the end of the show. So, <laughs> oh, I'm so drunk. And we're there just so is. annihilated. Um, 
Um, couple honorable mentions before we go though. Okay. Uh, Hatchet. Hatchet. Yeah. Great in the woods series. Uh-huh. Uh huh. The Friday the Thirteenth remake, to me at least, is more of a woods movie than it is a camp movie. Except so, for it's a spoiled kids in a giant uh, mansion movie. Mansion <laughs> cabin. Come on. Whatever. Um, Tucker and Dale versus the evil. Oh damn it! Why didn't we... we'll get into that yeah. one in like horror, horror comedy. comedies? Yeah, there it's you so go. good. Yeah, so good. That's a great movie. Um, and then the the last one. Uh, that's it. Is that it? That's it. I thought I had another one, but on my list, we pretty much hit everything else. That's so. it. That's all. All right. Well, that's that'll, it, that's all. that'll pretty much do it for uh, Horror in the Woods or whatever we're going to call this. Um, if, it, uh, if it wasn't one o'clock in the morning, I'd give you a sweet trumpet outro. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, you can find us, if you want to, at uh, Instagram, Facebook, and SoundCloud at the Buzzkill Podcast. Slash. Nothing. <laughs> the buzzkill. Slash nothing. How do we mess Slash this up? Every <laughs> we just do. You you know where to find us. Uh, Twitter. We are at the buzzkill PC. Uh, you can also find us on uh, if you're a, if you're a fan of horror movies, or if you're a podcaster, or if you're an artist who enjoys horror aesthetics or anything like that. Go check out Horror Amino. Mm, great the, app. Uh, the app. It's a it's a great app. Um, cool community of people. Just it's just that's the kind of place that you can go and talk about like how much you loved uh, Green Inferno without your mom telling you that you need help or something like that. Other people might say you need help if you <laughs> love the Green Inferno too, but nuts. <laughs> um, also, you can check out J Raj over here at www.oceanrecordingstudio.com. Yeah. Go check it out, baby. And Do follow it. at Ocean Recording on Instagram and Twitter. There you go. That's it. I think that's it, boys. Don't forget to check out the buzzkillpodcast.tumblr.com. Ooh, Jay got it. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> Thanks, Jay. Thanks for the save. Uh, I got you. I have three days to get this up. There you go. Let's see if I do it. Let's do it. Yeah, you got a lot of Christmas. I'm going to do it this time. You got a lot of Christmas shopping left it's to do, be so up. probably if you're not. Listening, if you're listening to this right now and the, the Tumblr is not up, updated on the night of release of this episode i will personally pay for 25 percent of your recording with j-raj whoa <laughs> all right we're gonna Putting hold the gauntlet we're down, gonna hold you the gauntlet down. all right book, book those lifetime uh <laughs> recording <laughs> no no your first record not lifetime your first record you make that 10-year block let's do it <laughs> i'm actually gonna put him in the trunk of his own car for the next three days so that he has to pay oh, that yeah. for you i'll split it with you uh <laughs> All right, boys, let her do it. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs>